Yo, yo, this is Treasy. And I'm Young Leezy. And we are the On Ear Network. We know you've heard our tag at the end of this show, but it dawned on us that we've never really introduced ourselves. So we wanted to invite you to listen to all of our podcasts. Right now, our roster consists of And Then We Had Sex, a comedy couple that talks about their sex life with an occasional celebrity. The Locker Room, where men take off their filters and say how they really feel. And Grams of Snow, for your underworld and organized crime stories. And of course, Kind of Movie Critics which is our show, where we deep dive into movies and TV. So if you enjoy this show, check out some of One Ear's other podcasts on Apple Podcasts, Spotify, or wherever you get your podcasts. Now let's start the show. Please be advised, the Kind of Movie Critics podcast may contain spoilers. This includes most of the movies you're going to want to see. This shit also contains profanity, so there's that. Enjoy. Hey, yo, this Treasy. It's Martin and Mel, man. And I'm Young Leezy. We're the kind of movie critics. The uh, shout out to, uh, and then we had sex. We are the most inconsistent podcast <laughs> in uh, in uh, Baltimore, Maryland. <laughs> I'll just yeah. pick that. We just threw that out. We didn't even look at where people are listening to us. Yeah, we didn't. We didn't. How y'all feeling, man? It's good to see y'all. Black three back good on the KFC. Here. Black three on KFC. We say it's good to be here, Martin. Yep. Yeah. It is, man. It is. And we're here to talk about Atlanta season three, even better. It is season three, right? It's not yeah, four, right? Season three. No, it's three. Four is like, okay. I think, I think four is coming out this year, though. Oh, so Right, which is wild. Yeah, the yeah, final season. Yeah, because they shot it back to back. Yeah. Oh. So the, the, both seasons are supposed to come out this year. So I'm thinking it'll be like the end of the year. Oh, Donald Glover understood the assignment. <laughs> that, I mean, I yeah. think they're just ready to move on. <laughs> yeah, no, that's a fact. I get it. I'm I'm glad that they're giving us a fourth though, because I, I really enjoyed this season. This was the first season um that I saw a pathway to like how this universe can exist without these main characters. You know, I found myself saying, like, oh, this this can be this can kind of fill that Twilight Zone slash Black Mirror sort of like sort of footprint you know, to some degree with the anthology, but it's all wrapped around like one specific, you know, a specific yeah. concept, you know, y'all didn't get that vibe. It's just, I mean, me. I felt that in episodes, like Pat, like usually he wouldn't do it for an entire episodes, but there'll be these little vignettes. Like you remember the uh, beginning of season two mm-hmm. where it's a bunch of guys and they go through a drive through when they rob the, uh, right. Rob the like, uh, I don't know what type of store it is, but right. like, yeah, fast food It was like a place. chicken shack. <laughs> yeah, that is that is like some very weird, but like gangster, like Atlanta stuff, basically. And you could tell, yeah, it has absolutely no, I mean, it's part of the plot. And, and as far as like the whole season is called Robin season, because right. it's about people, each episode is about somebody being robbed. Right. But at the same time, it has nothing to do with like the overall plot, basically. It's just a part of the world. Yeah, I no, I get what you're saying, and you're right. You're right. It, it, it's been leaving breadcrumbs for that, yeah. pretty much. It seems like the entire time, but it wasn't until this season where it really clicked for me. Where it was like, okay, we have actual like whole episodes where they're not even in it, you know. And yeah. I can't remember. Did that happen in other seasons? There's there's been episodes where like a single character is there, and nobody else is there. But I'm not so I like, don't Teddy, think, Perkins, like Teddy Perkins, yeah. right? Yeah, mm-hmm. but I don't think. Yeah, like like Woods basically, but I don't I don't think there's like a episode where only nobody's in it. Basically, you see what I'm saying? So for for me, it was that was just uh you know I don't know if that's what they intend to do with the property. I doubt it. You know it's they you know they probably want to be okay because here's the thing: it looked like Donald Glover directed a few episodes. 
Yeah. Mm-hmm. Now, did he do that in any other seasons? Yeah, he's directed episodes before. Oh, he he did. Okay, okay, okay. Yeah. All right, all right, all right. Uh, just making conversation. <laughs> As we are wont to do. Yeah. Um, this is a all right, let's take let's temperature check, right? Where did you guys stand with this season of Atlanta just in general? School. Wow. Okay, Lizzy. <laughs> That's a lot coming from you. It's just cool. Okay, that means something. There's something to that. Um, I was generally uncomfortable watching. Mm. That was that was like I had a sense of unease. Most of the time, um, not the, not like the second episode, but I just had a general sense of like unease from the beginning. As soon as I figured out what was going on, I was just like, what the fuck? Where are we going? And like, do I really want to see what's about to happen? Thankfully, I never regretted watching anything. Okay. But I just, I was very uneasy. (laughs) Well, do you think that that was intentional? Do you think that like that's what they set out to do, or do you think that that's just what you gathered? I really can't speak to that. What I found, um, and we'll we'll get into it. Like, I can as much as I sit here and say that, like, I try not to consume a whole lot of um, news and happenings. I whatever doesn't fit into fifteen minutes of up first in the morning. Like, I just don't need to know. Mm. Um, But I do, I do consume like podcasts and stuff so like even though i'm not sitting in front of cnn like nothing is i don't miss nothing like Mm -hmm. you know what i mean so i pick up on stuff that i realize like some people don't and it's just like the the morbid shit i choose to fucking consume okay it it caught up with my black ass watching this shit ah okay so you felt something that's yes. That, yeah, that's right, well. I think I think, and I the thing I felt was unease was unease. Okay, well, well, Martin, I would I would personally say, you know, as a creative, I feel like that's the ultimate. That's the ultimate compliment for art is that it made you feel something, even if it is unease. But you know, what say you about this about this season? Um, I think I just love Atlanta in general. Um, I like there's there's certain shows that I kind of just unconditionally love. Like I would say. Uh, Succession is one of those shows. Like I usually don't care about what critics have to say about it because I just enjoy watching it every week. Right. Atlanta is definitely one of those shows. And until like the last two episodes, like Game of Thrones was one of those shows <laughs> where I would I would be watching the last season of Game of Thrones, and it it would be pure like fan service. It's just like characters that haven't seen each other in seasons, like having a conversation. I'm like, this is the best shit ever. Like I've been waiting three seasons for this, while everybody else is like, this is bullshit. Wow. <laughs> this season is terrible. <laughs> And like that, that really was my um experience of being like, wow, that was a great episode, and going on the internet, and it'll be like the meme with a little girl with like the fire behind her, like, yeah. damn. <laughs> I know what you're talking but, about. But I, I think I think that's happened a lot with Atlanta this season too, where I'll be like, oh, that was a cool episode. It's like, mm-hmm. wow, that was like I, I really love like that when I'm watching the episode of Atlanta, I have no clue like what I'm getting into basically. Right. Yeah. Especially with like the parable like bottle episodes. Like I'm like, what the fuck are they doing? Like Yeah. And then like ten minutes in, I'm like, oh, they're doing reparations or like right. oh, they're doing like they're doing like uh like a Trini like um caretaker. Like they're they're doing certain things and you don't realize it until like you get like a few minutes into the episodes and I love that about yeah. this this show. There's 
there's really no other show like it that I can think of. So I think I just I I kind of I don't I don't criticize the flaws as much. I'm just like happy to have it around, basically, especially as like appointment viewing, because there's there's so few shows that I have that I watch that are like appointment viewing. Like I know you guys do a podcast where you watch stuff, watch TV like every week, and you have to watch it, but like. Atlanta really is that for me, like with Succession and Game of Thrones, where like I just gotta watch it when it comes out. Yeah, no, you're you're absolutely right. Go ahead, Lizzie. I'm sorry. To be to be fair though, mm-hmm. I just said it, I was cool on it, but I do feel the same way. Mm-hmm. Appointment television for me is literally This Is Us, which I miss every time. But I'm not missing it tonight because it's a series finale. <laughs> um, and Atlanta, everything else I will watch it the next day. Yeah. Yeah. But I I have to watch those two live. So, like, to be fair, even though I was uneasy and it was cool, Mm -hmm. I'm still showing up on time to watch the shit. (laughs) Yeah, Yeah. I get what you're saying. Yeah, no, um, I I think my experience is kind of like you, Martin, man. Uh, It's First of all, I thoroughly enjoyed this season. There's some things about it that I'm going to nitpick a little bit um, just because, you know, you can tell that, you know, we've seen these people – the, all four of these characters have grown into like gargantuan stars, you know, outside of this show. Oh, so, you mean the actors? Yeah, the okay. actors. Yeah, yeah, yeah. The four, uh, you know, Earn Paperboy, Van, and uh, and Darius. Darius, right? That's his name. Yeah, Darius. Yeah. Darius. Um, yeah, they they they've all grown into big stars outside of this. So there's some things that I can see like that are just part of them that felt like it you know, permeated the show that I'm going to nitpick about. Um, <laughs> but outside of that, but outside of that, it was it, it, just it's exactly what you said, Martin. It's, you know, I never know what I'm, what I'm getting into and it feels good. And this, I, I'll say the, this is the first thing that we've covered that I regret that we don't do episode by episode podcast because every episode to me had a density that was enough for us to speak about. Um, and I feel like, you know, even though I'm grateful that we're doing this episode, I do feel like just by law of averages, we're going to miss some things that are, you know, were some really good conversations to have from these episodes. But I, I found myself saying, yo, I wish kind of movie critics, I wish we dedicated one episode per episode of season three, because it was just that fun to me. Um, well, season four is coming. Season four is coming. And, it, and you yeah. the one that don't have time. So like, if you want to do it. Well, here's the thing about me. And, <laughs> and this is what I've learned about me is that if I know we're doing it and it's a consistent thing, I'm able to make space for it in my life. If it's a thing where it's like, we may, we may not, then it gets, it gets railroaded by other things that are permanent, you know? So, so wink, mm-hmm. wink. If y'all do want to do appointment, let's just say, you know, we have to stamp it and say, this is what we're going to do. We'll talk about it two weeks before. because. Yeah. Who knows? You might be in Africa filming our ancestors. I don't fucking know. That would be nice. That would be really <laughs> dope. Yeah. yeah. Um. Okay. So I. So maybe the fair thing to do, just to make it make sense, would be to really just kind of go through each episode of this season, and really just sort of give some, you know, give some words if we can, and uh, and dig in where we can, uh, you know, or if an episode isn't really worth talking too much about, maybe we can just kind of glance over it. But, you know, get to the conversations in chronological order. Before we start, I definitely want to I, I want to shout out my homie, Brandon, because I know he's listening and I know he's been excited to hear what we have to say about 
Atlanta season three. So I do want to shout him out, man, because shout uh, out Juju too, because he hit me up. <laughs> okay, okay, good, good, good. There's there's still people checking for us, and that makes me feel good, right? That makes me feel really good. So so yeah, this episode is dedicated to, to Juju and Brandon and uh and all of our other faithful listeners that didn't that didn't uh abandon us when we abandoned uh, them. Right, right, right. <laughs> that part, that part. Yeah. All right, man. So let's uh any final words before we dig into this? Um, you hear the Birdman hand Don't rub? at me. <laughs> Birdman yeah. hand rub. Yeah. Your hands are mad ashy. They're so loud. Huh? Mad callousy. <laughs> mad callousy hands. Yeah, man hands. Yeah, yeah I, don't, I don't really have anything else. You want to get into it? Let's do it, man. Let's start with the uh, episode one, three slaps right off the rip. This shit was like mad eerie, bro. I thought what? I was gonna pee on myself the whole time. Really? Is that ten? It was that. What do they? What's the word? Tenses? Ten, 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 tense. 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 There you go. Yeah. <laughs> See, look at me. Add the extra shit. <laughs> Thank you, Martin. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> Fuck you, Martin. How about that? Yes. Okay. So, um. Yeah. Martin probably picked up on the parts that I didn't pick up on, like. Um, okay. Me and Martin was talking because you wasn't in the group chat. My but bad. so like the memes that this episode are, like starts off being around. Um, the first two, I got the one where he's dancing on the desk. What's his name? Like Laquavius. Oh, the, the, hey, hey! I don't even. I right. Didn't know, I didn't know that name. boy had a name. <laughs> like I didn't know it was like a public name. Like you know. Are you talking? Yeah, you talking about in the episode? In the episode, episode, yeah, the yeah, yeah. It was like Laquavius like or something like yeah, that. Yeah, something like so that. So Laquavius dancing on it. Like I picked up on that. I guess I never seen the little boy getting slapped in the hallway, so I didn't know that that was also a thing. <laughs> right. Oh, yeah. What was the context of him getting hit in the hallway in real life? That, that I, I think there was a video where that happened. Where like a uh, 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 no, uh, I know that, but I'm I'm asking like in the the in the real life situation. Oh, I don't remember. I I don't. Uh, yeah, I don't remember. Like, um, uh, do you, is are you? Nah, up on I, that I just mean? knew that it was a true story or whatever, and I knew that the um the sign thing was real, and obviously. So when you when they got yeah. to Devonte Hart, who like immediately I was when when he went to the house with those white women, I was like no, and then he had the oh, fucking yeah. fedora on, and I was like I feel sick. Yeah. What, so what was that a reference to? The fedora. That was that was a real kid. That, that was um, a real kid. Oh, see, I didn't know this. Oh, so you don't know about the Hart family murders? No. So the Hart family, Devontae Hart is the little boy that, um, I think, was it Ferguson when he was hugging the cop? Yeah, I, don't really... I think it was Ferguson where he yeah, it was with like the free... a picture, a video of him hugging like a cop or whatever. Mm-hmm. He's crying and he has a free hugs sign and mm-hmm. he's hugging the cop crying. And so... Once I saw him with the fedora on, like, and how he was dressed before they went to wherever they went to, mm-hmm. I knew that, like, it was Devontae Hart. And so, um, if you watch the episode, you see that, like, they escaped. But in real life, <clears throat> those women had adopted, uh, like, uh, five, I guess, what is this? They adopted six children, six mm-hmm. black children. Okay. Some of them were biracial. And they, they, in a murder-suicide, they drove him off a cliff and killed them all. Oh, my God. So the little boy in the free hugs meme that you see, he's dead. Because. Oh, shit. Yeah. His now, two moms killed him. 
now I get why you you were saying you were pretty tense this entire episode. And I just everything else. I mean, I knew it was a joke, but it was following. Like, oh, this is this is like what happened. So I just was like, well, I hope that he comes in and like rewrites it, like and and gives Devontae a happy ending of what he should have done to those horrible women. Right. Um. And in real life, like, um. Their neighbors had had called child protective services on them several times. Like all of that really happened. All of that really happened. Okay, so he kind of, he they essentially did in this episode what Quentin Tarantino yeah, did in Once Upon a time. time in Hollywood. Yeah, so it's revisionist history here. and Inglorious mm-hmm. Back- Bastards. Inglorious Bastards. Yeah. Right. Right. Okay. 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 That that makes me feel even better about the episode in terms of you know like. It, it, Lizzie made this face because nobody can see us. Right? <laughs> I don't mean better. Like I mean better. Like that's even. There's a lot of density to it. You know what I I'm guess, saying? Like I didn't realize it was that much density to it. I'm not I'm I'm wincing because of my own feelings, not because of you. Yeah. Just because I I was sitting there the whole time, like, I don't want to see these children die. Right. Now, see, yeah. yeah. Now, I think a lot of a lot of people watched Once Upon a Time in Hollywood saying, like, I don't want to see this woman be murdered like brutally or whatever. Right. And then you see as well, yeah. Yeah. Then you see the Clint. Cliff, whatever his name is, you know, whip up on him. Okay, yeah. Well, then it must have been satisfying seeing how the episode ended for you then, right, Lizzie? To some degree? No. Not really? Okay. No, I mean, it was it was a relief okay. to not see something I didn't want to see, but, like, I know that in real life these children are really dead, so. Right, 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 right. It doesn't change. It wasn't, it wasn't, there was no satisfaction in it. It was just, I was relieved to not. I see some it. trauma porn, like yeah, I, <laughs> so. get it. I get it. See, like that, you know, you know, I, I was just on some like, oh, okay, this is you know, Lake Lanier, uh, Lanier. Lake what? La- no. I, Lan- I don't know how <laughs> to pronounce Lanier. it. It's Lanier. I, th- I thought it was Lanier. I don't know. Um, you know, I thought, you know, I was like, okay, this is a clever way to sort of tell about this story. I was more concerned about what was going to happen in that boat than anything, to be honest. You know, um, at the very beginning. Yeah, at the very yeah. beginning. I was, I was, that, that part had me very tense. Um, and then, you know, once we got into the story, you know, they, did, it felt like they did a good job of just balancing the serious with the comedic aspect of it. So, and I guess me not knowing the backstory about the heart murders. Um, that, okay. I, I wish I would have when I saw it. I probably would have had it, you know, had it somewhat of a, an experience that you had, Lizzie. I don't know if that's good or bad, but. No, I was, I was, I was texting. Martin the whole time, like I want to throw up. Like, <laughs> oh man, I'm sorry you had that experience. Um, it's, I mean, it's all good. Like, it's like you said, it's supposed to make you feel things, and I don't think you're supposed to watch that if you know the backstory and see what you're seeing and and laugh at it. I don't mm-hmm. think you're supposed to. I don't think that was the intention, and I think that that's fine. Right. Um. I didn't. I didn't. I didn't feel a way after I watched it. Like, I'm not mad at them for making the art. It just okay. that's how I felt. Okay. Okay. I think a lot of people probably laughed at it because there's like a lot of humorous stuff in the episode, like the uh, the raw chicken, oh my uh, Michael god, Ryan, and the uh, whole thing where they have him singing like slave songs in the uh, while he's like planting uh, vegetables or whatnot. So there's a lot of humorous stuff in the episode, but I think a lot of people watch it and then they go online afterwards to like talk about it and they find out it's a real story and it really hits them about how serious right. The, it is basically right. So it's, that's an interesting mythology, you know, like uh, mythology. That's an in, that's an interesting method, I think, of like 
Methodology. Uh, methodology, right? That's what I was going for, and I just kind of like blew it. Um, <laughs> I fucked up the dismount. That's what that was. Oh, <laughs> <laughs> uh, but I think that's an interesting way to start a conversation, right? Like you, you sort of put. First of all, I mean, I think it's genius, and they've been doing this all along with like the you know the very subtle, um, social media integration of moments and memes and things like oh, that. Oh, this like this like go like I call it like go Google that. Go Google that. Go Google yeah. that. Right, right. This <laughs> they is did that several times, but it was I'll I'll get to what I Lord, the reparations episode. Like I was cracking the fuck up at the yeah. beginning of that one. Yeah. But I don't good. know if any of y'all follow me on Instagram, but you saw my story. <laughs> so. I, I think I missed your story, but we'll get there on the <laughs> we'll get on the, there. Yeah on, on that episode. Um yeah, the chicken had me dying, bro. I was like, "Whoa, what the, f- what the fuck?" You know. Um, do you do you feel like this episode adequately prepared you for the rest of the season, as far as like how unorthodox it is, or were you kind of just like, why why couldn't I have seen like my four uh, friends like Van, Ern, Darius, and Paperboy? Well, I, I didn't. It was- oh, good. I didn't expect it to happen so much. So I didn't expect there to be so many bottle episodes. I do appreciate that they gave us two episodes the first night because all of us were like, where are niggas at? Um, Mm -hmm. I think that to your original question, did that prepare us for the rest of the season? I think the preparation for the the rest of the season was in like the prologue at the beginning where they're in the boat having the conversation about there being a town that's drowned and whiteness being a curse and all that good stuff. Um. I think like all the messaging that they wanted us to absorb for the whole season, just the same way with Robin season, it starts off with a robbery is, is this, that they were like, they're going to introduce us to this obscure character that Earn continues to dream about. <clears throat> and I think all the bottle episodes for the most part are meant to be Earn's dreams. That's what it seems like to me. That, 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 that's the vibe somewhat that I got, you know, even the way the first episode was presented, I was like, Oh, okay. This is, yeah, like figments of his imagination. But, however, the way that the post-credit scenes were, they kind of trump. It kind of like debunked that a little bit. I don't think so. Okay. Well, I can't wait till we get there. Um, I, I, I will say, did it prepare me? I don't think on the same level that it did with like with what Lizzy said for me. I think what it prepared me for, uh, the whole vibe, the rollout. And everything, like how they promoted the season, uh, you know, how they do like their little small, you know, videos, the, you know, the, their ad videos that they run for FX. Yeah. They all had somewhat of like a horror movie tone to them. And I think that's the only thing that it sort of prepared me for. I was like, okay, it feels like the aesthetic of this season is going to be more rooted in like horror thriller than anything else. And for yeah. me, that kind of held true to some degree. Um, you know, it, 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 there was a little undercurrent of, of horror that I sort of felt throughout the entire season, but outside of that, that, and then, you know, I didn't, for me, the magic number is twice. Like I have to see things twice in order to really start picking up on and catching that, oh, this is the theme of this and that. And I didn't get a chance to see this season. I didn't get a chance to see any of the episodes more than once. So, so even making the connection that like, the conversation they were having in the boat is kind of like the through line for the entire season. I didn't really catch that. That's one of those things I would have caught if I went back after seeing the whole season and watched episode one again, I'd have been like, Oh shit. Now I get it. So, I mean, as a, as a complete body of work, 
Mm-hmm. I didn't, I mean, like in the moment, no, I didn't catch that either, mm-hmm. to be fair. But like having watched it in its entirety, then I'm like, oh, okay. Yeah. See, that conversation, I completely <laughs> forgot about it too. We all just brought it back up. It's like, that's how my brain works. Like in and out is like, you know, no computational power. <laughs> no <laughs> random access memory for that until I watch it the second time. But um, yeah, yeah. I hope they answered your question on my side, Martin. Uh, what'd you guys think about episode two? Um, that's, this is the episode where we get all four of them uh, back together. Um, it's where Paperboy is supposed to perform at a concert, but <laughs> there's this... Uh, Center Claus. Center Claus. <laughs> and Black Pete. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> It had its moments to me. Uh, I think overall, for me, the episode didn't really stick. Um, but you it know. was it was it was the levity that I needed. Like it was a palate cleanser after watching three slaps. Yeah, especially because um, this came out the same day, so it's like you could watch right. one after the other. Mm. And then it's like I'm not going to leave you on that depressing shit that we know that really happened. So like, let's just go see what our niggas is doing while they in Europe. Right. Look how the bullshit they about to run into. Mm-hmm. Where were they were in like the Netherlands or whatever? Is that where they were? Yeah, I think it I was think Sweden, so. right? Is it Sweden? I don't or, know. No, no, they were in Oslo, Norway. Norway. Yeah, they okay. were in Oslo. Yeah, yeah. The fucking jail was nice. I guess that was a callback to ASAP Rocky and his That was ASAP Rocky. Uh, <laughs> Easter egg, yeah. The, the prison was nice. Um so can I say something? Uh so all right. The character of Darius went out of its way to be weird. And like I I didn't feel like that in season 1 and 2. I felt like in season 3 Darius I felt like his his awkwardness was absolutely contrived. Like like they tried hard. Either the script tried hard to make him out of place or he tried hard as an actor to feel out of place. And I just didn't feel he didn't think, feel that out of place in seasons one and two. I think he's he did more, to me. Okay. Yeah, I think he's more out of place um, just because he's in like a different environment. Like I think the first time we see Darius, he has like on like he basically has no shirt on with an apron, like making cookies like randomly <laughs> in an apartment. So he's a weird dude. Like he's always been a weird dude, right? Um, but it's just if he's not around like in Atlanta, around black people interacting with like his own people, he just stands out more. I think. I went back and watched the Champagne Poppy episode and he was acting just as fucking weird as he always does last season. So I don't, I went back and watched several things. Like Darius has always been like a free spirit and just marching to the beat of his own drum. Um, I just think that he's in Europe doing fly nigga shit now. So like what would Darius, what would unfettered Darius do, right? Mm. That's what I think is happening there. Not so much that like, He's trying his hard, but I get what you're saying. He felt it, it didn't feel. There's no point where he's giving you any sense of normalcy. Like when he was when he was taking Earn through all that shit with those pit bulls in the first season. Like uh-huh. he still felt like a normal nigga. But... Exactly, he didn't yeah. feel like a normal nigga in this. But but I don't know if that's because Paperboy felt a little disconnected too. Like uh, my he had my favorite quote. Like my favorite quote in this whole season. Was like, Fuck the streets, nigga. Them shit's in the white fashion episode or whatever. But, yeah. um, but yeah, no, and I, and maybe that's purposeful because obviously, you know, Paperboy is an A list musician at this point. You know, making big money, doing overseas tours, headlining them by themselves. You know, 
He ain't do a regular nigga shit no more. Yeah. So maybe so yeah. maybe that's purposeful. Like everybody's life has sort of elevated in that way. It's also years since like the end of season two, because this is like their second European tour. So okay. at the end of season two, they were going on a European tour. This is their second one. So this is like a year or two after that. Got at it. least. Got it. And all you know what this put me in the mind frame of. I don't know if you remember when Three Six Mafia had like a reality TV show or whatever. But I remember Juicy J and and uh, DJ Paul talking about like once they really, really, really got on, they wasn't doing regular nigga shit no more, and they didn't know what the fuck to rap about. The nigga was like, "Well, I'm supposed to rap about how much I fucking love Edamame, nigga." Like, <laughs> <laughs> that's funny. So like, the, it's true. that's like it's funny because it's true, and that's yeah. what people experience. The the their environment is different, and the things that inspire inspired them. May may no longer be as important because their world's not as small. Yeah. So I mean, I'm, if I had that kind of money, I'm I'm not gonna promise you I ain't gonna act different. I'm gonna break flying all y'all niggas. Like, yeah. No, I I'm get. still I'm still going I'm still going to be like that's my nigga Treasy. But like, you ask me what the fuck I'm doing. Like, I'm like, oh, I'm getting a fucking fish pedicure, eating at a mommy nigga. Like, that's right, what I'm right. doing. And, and and you know that portion of it, like I understand that portion of it. But when it when it comes to Darius, it felt like it was. Even a layer deeper than that, it, it's like this nigga's just—he's unfettered. I guess that's the best way to describe it, you know. So I, I kind of I'm picking too hard. I feel like Darius is probably the least served out of all the four characters because I know there was a there's a lot of people that were like angry about um like I guess Van's representation before like right. the season finale. Um, okay, but I feel like Darius he doesn't really have his own episode. He has like half episodes, like he has the uh. The whole thing about Joloff in the Nigerian restaurant, right? Um, he had he kind of has episode two where he's like paired up with Van a little bit, mm-hmm. um, and he has like the whole scene in uh the uh the old man in the tree where like there's the uh, Asian chick that he talks to. <laughs> mm-hmm. I feel like that's all Darius does like for the entire season. So right. Well, most of this, if to be fair, like I think that he got just as much screen time as. As the other two men on the show, yeah, yeah um, he did. I think he had just as much to do as they did. So that brings us back to like Van was underserved. Like mm. um, she did get her own episode though, right. which I mean she has had before. The Champagne Poppy episode was hers too. And and wasn't yeah. the the one where they where she got in touch with like her German roots? Remember that the, was with Ern too. Ern was yeah. in it too. Oh yeah, yeah, yeah. Earn the Fasnacht. Yeah, I don't remember what it was called, but right. that was what they were celebrating. Yeah. Okay. Okay. Um. What else stuck out, stuck out about episode two to y'all? Episode two to me, I really don't remember that well. It's kind of you one think of those that ones. was really Tupac in the bed, like? No, I know it wasn't really Tupac. Oh, in the bed. <laughs> like, like, come on, Lizzie, come on. You're not a Tupac Cuba person, are you? It's so, not impossible, but I'm just. So what's it's not the, impossible. Well, what's the question? I'm not saying I believe it. I mean, in the universe, was that really Tupac? <laughs> Nigga was like, love your music. <laughs> <laughs> I don't know. I, don't... I mean, it's it's possible in the universe because it's like we have like invisible cars. So and, I mean, right. this is very like a David Lynch, like Twin Peaks, like alternate reality type of thing. Right. Very, so it's totally yeah. possible that Tupac would be surrounded by white people that just end up killing him. Like. That's pretty funny. Yeah, that was wild. That was very wild. <laughs> White but, spirituality but, caused him to kill himself. That's yeah, nuts. Yeah. yeah. But uh, but was that a metaphor? That was Midsummer. That's all yeah, it was Midsummer. Okay. <laughs> <laughs> Got yeah. it. Okay. Okay. 
Um, they just on some different shit. Yeah. Yeah. Okay, but I'm just I'm just kind of trying to dig deeper here, just knowing Atlanta. Like, was is was that even saying something about like? Tupac, it was it was midsummer, and what would what would fucking black people do in real life right. <laughs> if, yeah. if that shit was happening in front of them? They'd be like, ah. got <laughs> bye. Got it. Got, it, got it. Okay. Okay. Midsummer then. All right. Anything else about episode two that stuck out that we need to address? That Black Pete shit was funny. He was like, he sounds like you're describing Santa Slate. Yeah. <laughs> that was oh, funny hilarious. when uh the club um the club dude he came downstairs and started beating up beating up a man. <laughs> <laughs> right. Is he with he? Look, I'm not racist. I'm the least racist, but all you niggas look alike. <laughs> right. That was good. That was good. That was funny. Okay. I don't think I, I I think I laughed the most like at that episode. Really? Yeah. Okay. Mm-hmm. Uh, it didn't really it didn't really do it for me, but I ain't mad at it. All right. On to episode three, Old Man in the Tree. Yeah, this is just another um <laughs> another like group episode again, I guess. All four characters in the episode. Mm-hmm. Uh we start to see how Van it's starting to get like you don't know what's happening, but I mean, it's her depression is starting to affect her. You get probably like the best, um, the best Darius scene where like he tries to talk to a girl and she thinks she's hitting on him. She does something like mildly racist, mm-hmm. <laughs> and then the white people blow it up and basically cancel her, which is hilarious. Hilarious. Yeah. They give way more fucks than 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 the actual person than yeah. the actual person <laughs> affected by the incident. Yeah, which seems and to be I a mean, common theme. She it was what she said because I feel like women do that. Like yeah, watching me like uh 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 like mm. I guess because she said out of her face like you know black guys try to talk to me yeah <laughs> like <laughs> right ma'am. Um, I, the coolest thing about that episode was the nigga had a Nando's in his house, and I wanted Nando's. That was hard. <laughs> that, that was hard. <laughs> that was, in my Nori voice, that was hard. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, I like that. I'm, I'm gonna be honest though. Like, I'll be the first to tell you, Nando's is overrated. But fuck you. I, that's the reaction I get from everybody that I say it to. Nando's is overrated, and I get the Nando's big, the is big fucking fuck delicious. You. It's cool. It's cool. It's fucking delicious. <laughs> now, I now would I want one in my crib? Absolutely. But, you know. I don't know what you getting at Nando's, but Nando's hit every time for me. I've never had a bad experience. Alright. So, uh, what else with this episode stuck out? Nothing. Moving on. <laughs> no, I mean, they, there's a question. So the white people fucking them. Like, white people don't play fair. That's yeah. the whole point of the of the episode. I mean, white people don't play fair. There's a question that um, Earn deals with as far as, like, should you out a scammer even if he's like scamming a white person that's rich, basically, like right, yeah, he was because with that. white people already scammed their way like into that position in the first place. Mm-hmm. Yeah, Which- I think I, I mean the brother basically was like he explained it wrong. This is what we're gonna do, and this is how we're gonna make the money. Mm-hmm. And then basically, Earn was like. Well, it don't matter what the fuck I say for real. He believes in this nigga. So, like, let me get paid, too. Right. That's <laughs> so, a fact. And realistically, like, I don't think that that was a bad decision because we saw, like, these white people weren't finna play fair anyway. Right. Yeah. Good point. Earn's Do you think Earn ever gets that money? Hell no. Nah. Because well, of Paperboy? Well, well, I don't know. Earn's uh, pretty, um... He's on his shit. Yeah, he's pretty effective. Earn went to prison. Yeah. <laughs> 
earns on his shit. That's what I yeah. like. That that's that's the character that I really like this season. Just I feel like his glow up is the best out of everybody's. You know, like um, you, you know, I mean, I mean, Paperboy obviously has gl- glowed up way past everybody, but like I feel like Ernst, Donald Glover started edging up his beard. Yeah, man. <laughs> Yeah, man. Like, got, got a respectable hairline I, and shit. You know, like I never pinned the word charisma to Donald Glover, but he kind of <laughs> gave he kind of gave a lot of charisma this episode, this season, man. Just all like I like who he's becoming. Like I, it's I've been slow on the the childish Gambino, Donald Glover train. Like it, I started off like ah, I'm kind of cool on him, and then like the music grew on me. I was never a fan of his stand up. His acting didn't really blow me away. But then, like you know, Atlanta came around. We're really clapping for the wrong reasons, and uh, because of the internet, is kind of like what transitioned me. But like, I, I was still like, okay, he's a creative guy. You know, uh, what's the album with Redbone? Um, Awaken my love. Awaken my love. You know, that's when I was like, okay, his artistry is on another level. But like now, I'm starting to be sold on him just as an entire package. Like I'm really starting to appreciate his acting. And that didn't really happen until this season for me, you know, but that's just me. Donald Glover, I was like indifferent about for a very long time. I I definitely liked his music before I liked any of his comedic work and his visual artistry. Um, I definitely like, I saw one of his standups and he's not great at standup, but he was talking about his life and growing up in Atlanta. And so that gave me more of an appreciation for who he is. Mm -hmm. And it let me understand him more and filled in some blanks for me. So that kind of endeared me to him. Mm -hmm. Um, I would say like peak Donald Glover for me is Guava Island. And now I'm talking about when I liked him the most. Okay. Got it. Got it. Got it. Not his peak artist. Okay. Thank you. Okay. okay. (laughs) Even though I enjoy Guava Island, but yeah, but like, that at that point, I felt like Donald Glover was like, I'm gonna tell like a black story and mm-hmm. I'm gonna give you all this symbolism and I'm gonna do it my way and it's gonna be very black and like I don't need your white ass. Like yeah. whereas like that's the audience he I guess ascended to fame with. And mm-hmm. then like he decided to come home at some point. Um and now I'm kind of on a decline with him just because some weird shit he's been saying. Because he was saying weird shit when I felt like he was ignorant. And now I feel like he should know better. So, like, I had forgiven the weird shit he said before. And now I'm like, you still saying weird shit. I thought we had grown. Gotcha. Okay. <laughs> so, so when you say indifferent, you mean just, like, on him as a person. Just not, period. Just I wasn't period. paying attention to him. I knew he existed. And I know niggas wanted him to be Spider-Man. Beyond that, like, I did not give a fuck. Got it. Okay. And then um, once, I mean, like I said, he had some music I liked. And I had I had seen him, like singing and stuff and i was like oh you're a little swaggy in a white see, boy way see, but like swaggy, i like it i never that not like, not 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 how you just let me okay my cook. bad my so bad. <laughs> <laughs> my bad chef i really um you stupid i'm really attracted to like authenticity and a person feeling the freedom to be their most authentic self is attractive to me mm. does that mean like i don't want to fuck donald glover but right, like i get it i was like oh you okay. like yourself. Got That's it. cute. Got it, <laughs> so, got it, got it. so um peak Donald Glover loving himself is Guava Island. Got <laughs> so, it. Okay. Um, but now I'm just kind of like, why you gotta do weird shit again? And this show, like, yeah, let's keep going though. Full speed. Yeah. <laughs> Full speed. Okay, okay. Um <laughs> simple question though. Is it 
is Donald Glover in here, Mariah? Is this the best artist director combo that you've seen in, seen like in in the industry? If like I, Hero a lot more than I like him. Really, <laughs> I, am. Okay. I love Hero. Yeah, no, Hero Hero's batting a thousand for sure. Yeah, Station Eleven, his episodes are great. Yeah, yeah, okay. All right, so Old Man on the Tree didn't really give us much, but Nando's. Um. Next episode, the big payback. I know we got some shit to say about this episode. So Burn look, hands, baby. That fucking episode of Radio Lab was go Google this. So like, go Google this shit. So <laughs> <laughs> Radio Lab, okay. Radio Lab is a podcast. Jada Boomrod okay. <laughs> and Robert Kowalowicz. <laughs> oh wow, spell that. Sometimes backwards. they nah. I listen to Radio Lab. I'm that big of a fucking nerd. Fuck y'all out there in the ether <laughs> who are judging me. Um, they talk about all kinds of stuff, but that particular episode, they're talking about communicating with animals is wild. Um, if y'all didn't see it on my story, it's about this woman who like, I'm doing air quotes, shares an apartment with a dolphin (laughs) and like, she is able to over time, get the dolphin to use its blowhole to mimic human speech. And it's very creepy. Whoa. And she's communicating with the dolphin and like teaching it to fucking talk. Teaching it to fuck and talk? Sure. Um, <laughs> I said fucking talk. Oh, f- I was like, holy shit. But okay. by since you brought it up, <laughs> right. there's like a footnote in the episode where they're like, well, we kind of, there's some controversy and, you know, like she uh, was jerking him off. So. <laughs> whoa, whoa, fam. She That's was, no, she show. wasn't like, she was allow- allowing the dolphin to like, Interact with her sexually. Yeah, dolphins be As fucking. part of its training. Dolphins be fucking? Yeah. Oh, so yeah, like that dolphin was squirting all over her ass. And like, Whoa, that's too and she was very casual about it. And like, they mentioned it. They were like, uh, so, uh. <laughs> oh, wow. Wow. You kind of have to talk about something uncomfortable. <laughs> uh, yeah, that's a little t- so, so it's it's funny that they would start the episode off that way. Because that was like, that's, that's Sammy Sosa hat. Like, <laughs> <laughs> but like, but it was a way deeper cut than that. And I was like, this is just for my nerdy ass. Cause I know exactly what the fuck I'm listening to. And the rest of y'all have no idea wow. that that shit takes a turn. Oh man. I got to go back and listen to that. You don't want to listen to that shit. Well, or do I? No, you don't. <laughs> okay. It's okay. not like that. So what's that the, part what's of it is just weird. Dolphin okay. in a bathtub? Like, or did she have like a uh-huh. pool or what? Nigga, what the fuck bathtub the hold a dolphin? Right. <laughs> <laughs> I'm thinking I, like, she, uh, what's They that said movie? I was making air quotes because I don't know. Like when they, I'd have to see what it looked like. I think she was just living in the dolphin enclosure. Oh. Mm. That was, that's a fucking weird story though. Like I know they do weird shit at aquariums, but like, and on horse ranches and all of that shit, but. Yeah. A whole other level. Um, I I didn't. I didn't I didn't really understand where the episode was going to maybe like a third away through and then I was like Why? Holy shit. um I, I don't I, I just didn't have them I think I was high lazy I think I was high oh. when I watched it <laughs> I, yeah. you know I experienced probably like the first half of this season high like when I watched it um and I don't even get high that often so like you know I'm already okay. slow on the pickup and then you know you add that in there I'm like oh shit you know my brain Was it like that way. for you Martin? Um, I didn't realize, like, I, I think I, I, I think I rewinded it because I rewound. started watching it. Yeah, I rewound it. 
But I was, I had started watching it and I wasn't paying all the way attention and I heard the whole and I kind of half heard the whole like uh, radio thing about the um the Tesla guy like losing money or whatever and I didn't really understand what was going on. Mm-hmm. Oh, but then Elon once Musk? he got to work, yeah, once he got to work, I like understood exactly. I was like, oh, this this is about to be about to be about reparations, mm-hmm. and I was like, oh. And I was like, yeah, doing the Birdman hand rub, like, <laughs> oh shit, they gonna go in this episode. Yeah, I, and then and then yeah. on top of that, like, I was really w- waiting for the resolve here because I was like, okay, where are they trying to? Where are they going with this? You know what I'm saying? Like, you know, Aaron Magruder kind of handled reparations, uh, you know, at one time with uh, what's this show? Boondocks, Boondocks, right? He handled yeah. reparations and it, and I it mean, went Dave away. Chappelle did it too, yeah, yeah, yeah. So you know, there's there's you know, we've seen reparations being handled, but it's But this like, is done as like a horror movie. Yeah, yeah. It's like, oh, like where is this going? That's what the you fuck know? white people are scared of. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. For and sure. you know what? Like, um, what reinforces that for me is like all this like hoopla around like CRT, like what if we're not who we say we are? And like what if like all those things are true? And what if they just do this shit back to us? And mm. um I remember during the 45 administration when the South African government started taking shit back from the colonizers Mm. and he was flipping the fuck out and he was like, this is wrong. And I'm like, why the fuck is it wrong? They stole it in the first place. Like, just take it back from them. Why do they get to deserve? Why do they deserve this in two generations? Like Mm. in two generations, like take the shit back from them. Why the fuck not? Right. Why not? Mm. So like, they're so scared of that shit. (laughs) Very much. Yeah. And, 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 the way that it was portrayed here was just mm, chef's kiss, right? Like, you know, I, because that's how it would happen. It would have to be a lawsuit. Like, that's what's moving yeah. the needle forward in any cultural direction at this point. Like, yeah. we don't have a court that would honor that. But yeah, I honestly, in real life, like, if that shit happened, like, it, we'd have the white knight. They flip the fuck out. Yeah, no, that's a the white knight is if as a. A Watchmen reference, yeah, but like they yeah. would, they would go the fu- they'd kill us all. Yeah, probably because <laughs> they do every time. There's like a college that's like, oh, our our buildings were built by slaves, so we're gonna give out free tuition to black people. Like they go wild, like they go crazy. But yeah. they they well, the black people that they give the tuition to are black people who were directly affected yeah. by it. So like. It's not like I can go to Georgetown now for free. Like yeah. I have to prove that my ancestors worked there, which isn't really that fucking hard. Yeah. But like, it's like six niggas. Why are you upset? <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Like, like, like realistically, like how many people are we talking about? How many slaves did Georgetown own, and how many of their progeny is aware that like that would do the research to find that out? Yeah. Like, right. We're talking about six niggas. Six niggas getting a scholarship has you has your asshole inside out. Like I don't understand this. So I know if we could if we could sue them. Like, listen, they killing us all. Yeah. Well, it it always seems like don't at me. <laughs> no real shit. It, you know it. It always feels like that. It always feels like when it comes to like whiteness. You know, to some degree, it, like they take transgressions of America personal to them. Right. Like it's like they're so like race, you know, racism is so indoctrinated in America's history that anything that's anti like any, anything that's like requires America's apology feels like anti-white. And it's just like, yo, it's really it's really 
it's not that personal to you, my nigga. Like it, it's it, it's nothing personal. It's really nothing personal. But but know? here's the thing, like you can't out of your mouth mm-hmm. say. I mean, you can because niggas do it. But out of one side of your mouth, mm-hmm. be like, I wasn't there. I didn't contribute to that. You weren't there. Right. And you didn't experience that black person. Right. And white privilege is a bullshit hoax that you tell yourself because you have not been able to pull yourself up by your own bootstraps like my ancestors did. Mm-hmm. And that's that's some that's a bullshit excuse for you. You can't say that out of one side of your mouth and then like talk about how hurt your fucking feelings are when you hear history through somebody else's perspective. Mm-hmm. Cause you're you if you feel like that you are disconnected from that and you didn't benefit from that and you don't have any guilt for that, then it shouldn't affect you it that way. It shouldn't affect you that way. That, I mean, that's the lo- that's the logical thing to me. But if you wasn't there, then hearing this shouldn't. I mean, and I don't remember. Like even I don't know how y'all were taught Virginia history, but like they do not frame the colonizers as Europeans. Mm. They framed it very separate from that. Like the mm. Virginians, like the colonizers are he- the the col- the colonists are here, mm-hmm. fighting the French and fighting the natives. And those are our enemies. And now we're fighting the British. And those are our enemies. So it, it's never through a frame of whiteness. It's through like a national identity. You mm, see what I'm saying? Yeah, so like, yeah. why are you taking that personal? Yeah, the French did this. The Dutch did this. The Portuguese did this. We are Americans, right? right? So like, why are you relegating that to what? Because you're full of shit. Right, <laughs> like, you, right. like you understand. <laughs> like you're full of shit. Yeah. You understand that your race is a factor. Yeah. Get out of here. <laughs> yeah. This shit is, it, it really is, um, it really is just like fucking frustrating to be honest. Um, do you, do you remember that though? Like no, when you were taught that? No, that's that it, interesting that you But no, when you thing. were taught that, you were taught like the British did this, the, the, the Spanish did this. Mm-hmm. Like that's the way yeah. that it was framed for you. Yeah. It wasn't like... <laughs> White people in the book, it's not like white people came over here and killed the natives. Like right. it didn't. That's not how they fucking taught that to us. Like, and that's not even how we're asking them to teach it. So, like, why are you upset? Yeah. Even even when they talk about the slave trade, it was always like a corporation did it. Like the Dutch East India country. <laughs> right. Like we don't know who these people are that made up this East India country, but they did that shit. It's like. Man, it's like separate. It's making another level of separation between them and the acts that they did. So that's what's also shit. what's also interesting to me is that like when we talk about reparations, like people act like it's this insurmountable feat to figure out which one of you niggas have ancestors that are fucking slaves. Dog, it's it's not that fucking it's hard. Really not that hard. You can go on ancestry.com right now and be like, oh uh, shit, yeah, <laughs> like. Yeah. Because of the Three Fifths Compromise and the way that our government is structured, those slave owners wanted every one of their Negroes counted so that they could continue to maintain the level of representation that they wanted in the fucking government. Mm-hmm. So we are all over the fucking census. The, 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 they, they insured their slaves the same way you would any other property that you have. There are plenty of like thorough insurance records. There are banknotes on people who bought people. Like this is not, unless you're fucking yeah. adopted, like, 
It's not fucking hard. Yeah. It, it, yeah. And they know it. <laughs> right. Right. I mean, you know, there's obviously a couple of, there's a, there's a, you know, few cities where, you know, records and things like that were burned. Um, you know, so I'm sure there's some places that are going to be some, you know, a couple of barriers, but what you're saying is right and exact. But I mean, like, we still have birth certificates and shit. Like, it's not that fucking yeah, it's hard. Really, it's like, really it's not. not hard. It's not that hard. But it, it doesn't, you know, I mean, it's obviously, there's no part of me that feels like they think it's that hard. I think it's, you know, you know. It's I think they of, know it isn't. I think they sell the to the public the and they sell yeah. to us that it's hard. Yeah. Like, that it's this. It's so long ago and these papers are all, and that's not fucking true. Yeah. All that shit is on microfiche. Like, <laughs> wow. But I mean, like, what was funny to me is the way this black woman showed up at his house was just so fucking bothersome to him. And like, he thinks of himself as a liberal. So, like, is that his real reaction? Because I'm like, bitch, get off my fucking porch. Right. I was annoyed for him. An- annoyed? You were annoyed for him? Yeah. Like, he had a fucking apartment. Like, what do you? Doing, bitch, he don't own that shit. Why are you popping <laughs> yeah. up in his shit? Like, okay, because I was. It's like, weird. I was like, get your money, boo boo. But I, I was annoyed for him. That's like, funny. Probably because I, I got fucking I, white ancestors that own people. Oh, <laughs> I might have to pay some money. <laughs> the plot sickens. Well, I, how does that work though? Like, how does that work? That's that's the heart. That's the thing. Because my ancestors were both enslaved and like slave owners, so like, it could, so it just cancels itself out. <laughs> like, Fuck no! I want my money. <laughs> want your yeah. So they make you pay yourself with interest. <laughs> they start garnishing your wages. Paying. It I gotta acknowledge you and not acknowledge you. Like, how do I do that? Yeah, exactly. I that haven't is. had. I mean, we'll talk about that offline. It's uh, complicated, but yeah. like. That gets messy. Like, that would get. I was messy. thinking about it. I was like, "Whoa, what what happens?" Yeah. My family ain't made no money. That's not true. I'll talk to you later. Okay. Okay. <laughs> what What I loved about the episode was like, I, I mean, going with like the um the theme of like the curse of whiteness. Like this really really showed like the curse of being white. Whereas you see like so many like how whiteness envelops so many other groups of people. Like you add Irish people, you add Italians, you add Cubans, right. you add. I mean, the the mom in this episode is like Peruvian, and it's like how quick right. all of these other groups of people, Jewish people, all these other groups of people, just totally abandoned whiteness. Yeah, completely. When it was, when it was like, no it longer was convenient. Yeah, exactly. Yeah, they did it with the quickness too. Yeah, I th- I thought that was interesting because that's absolutely what would happen. You know, they'd be clamoring to separate themselves from from that specific brand of whiteness. Um. Well, they, I mean, it's the opposite reason that whiteness ex- exists in the first place, right? Because Why would you why would you abandon um your cultural heritage from your like national heritage, right? If you can point to which a lot of through surnames and stuff, you can. Like I don't know exactly where my white ancestors are fucking from. <clears throat> so like English people have a culture, German people have a culture, Swedish people have a fucking culture, and they're distinct. French people are different from Germans, right? Mm-hmm. Why would you abandon that in favor of being American? Mm. Mm. That's a, that's a deep question. Yeah. But I mean, American like meaning white. Like, why would you? Why would you do that? If there was no privilege associated with it, if there was no benefit to having that particular skin color, like, why would you do it? Mm. What's better? What's better about being a white person than being a Greek person? Like, which, interestingly enough, my friends who are Greek are like, "I'm Greek," right? <laughs> but the same thing with my Italian friends, right? Mm-hmm. Um, hmm. um, you guys have worked in 
corporate environments before. Has anybody um, ever asked you for advice and then gone and asked another white person for the same advice? Hmm, not that I can recall. Not that I can recall either. Mm. But I thought that was pretty funny enough. So, yeah, <laughs> <laughs> no, that... mean that I don't. I don't know. Like that's not a. My coworkers know better. If I want to explain some black shit to you, I will do it. Don't fucking ask me though. Mm. Yeah. So don't at you, huh? No, I mean I had I I had a long conversation about like the distinct cultures between HBCUs and how they're not all the fucking same. Like, mm. um, specifically the difference between um, the demographics served by Norfolk State and by Hampton. And like, um, my the person who I was explaining to, who is not white, they're not black either, obviously, mm-hmm. was just fascinated, <laughs> right? Because they have no frame of cultural reference. Right. I'm perfectly fine explaining that to you. That's like some nuanced shit you would not fucking understand. Mm even as a black person, if you didn't experience it. Um, but if I don't volunteer this shit, don't fucking ask me. Like, I'm not speaking for all black people. I'm not doing that shit for you. Get out of my face. Yeah. You can ask me what personally offends me, what's important to me, but like, I'm not. Right. Conduct a fucking poll, nigga. Conduct a fucking poll, nigga. That should be on somebody's t-shirt. <laughs> <laughs> all right. Episode five, cancer attack. Now, this is the one with the phone, right? Yeah. Mm-hmm. This shit was freaky, dog. That dude, it, you know, it started reminding me of that movie, uh, The Killing of the Sacred Deer, for a little bit. Oh, my God, yes. <laughs> yeah. I, I love that director. Uh, I, like, yeah. I'm watching anything he makes from now on. Yeah, yeah, yeah. That and The Lobster were really good. Yeah. And- Did you watch The Favorite? Uh-huh. Yeah, I love The Favorite. I didn't see The Favorite. The watch favorites. The Fucking Favorite. Yeah, favorite. Uh-huh. All of his movies are good. Yeah. The Got ones it. in English. I didn't watch the ones in French. <laughs> got it, got it. Yeah, I need to check that out then. Um, was there anything really to talk about here? I mean, the resolve of who had the phone the entire time. You know, I kind of knew it, but I kind of knew it too. But I didn't understand at any moment he could have pretended to have found it. Like, yeah, I didn't. It was weird. I didn't understand what that was about, really. Like, I like I was hoping that you guys kind of had insight into maybe what the metaphor for this episode was. Um, you know. I mean, I, I think it's like some white liberal shit. Like, um, it the dilemma of him not having his phone allowed. Uh, I forgot his name. Is it uh the white dude? Uh, um, his name was um socks. Socks, yeah, yeah. socks. It allowed him to like ingratiate himself and get further into like their group, basically. Mm. That that dilemma allowed him to like insert himself more into their group. And, and he trusted, had the yeah. power to fix it the whole yeah, time. Yeah, Come yeah. on, critique of these okay. Democrats. Okay. <laughs> exactly. <laughs> I like that then. Yeah. That, that makes me really like that episode then. Um, yeah, man, that 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 shit was uh that was some wild. That was wild. It was, you know, I don't know. That was, I'm not gonna say that was my least favorite episode. Yo, Martin. What? He just hit so, it on the head, didn't he? Yes. <laughs> yeah, he just so, hit it on the head. So so like and the other kids, the Republicans, because he's the one we perceive that we need a ch- something from, but the person who actually has the power to help us, like that we that we are trusting to be on our side, is the one who's like not help. <laughs> yeah, yeah. <laughs> Thank that, you. That was pretty deep. That was, and and you know, with that explanation, it does make that episode a little bit more interesting. And he me. doesn't give a fuck. He's just entertaining himself, yeah, right? Yeah, that's it. No, I don't give a fuck about you, but like, just for shits and giggles, right? 
when he was man. saying all that shit that was on the phone. <laughs> he started fucking singing. Oh man. Damn. Yeah, that that I I'll say Nigga the, can the, sing though. I was about to say the kid who uh I, Wiley, I guess that's what his name was. He was a good fucking actor, that kid, man. Mm. He's a really good actor. That the acting on this show was like is superb, man. The acting and the direction is really superb. It's like they always have a grasp on what they're doing. Everybody's very clear on what the assignment is. And I think that that's pretty cool. But no, you just gave a really good uh, explanation to that. And then what was the whole thing with the kid with the cancer? What was that about? I, I kind of um, forget what was He was just there. a fan, um, basically, and Donald Glover had to check him like for the phone. <laughs> yeah. it, was very, it was just a funny moment. And he wouldn't definitively like just they thought the source of their problems was somewhere where it wasn't it was it was the closer to them right yeah god damn crazy. it martin you're fucking brilliant yeah. martin's a genius <laughs> martin's a genius martin's like a walking reddit thread <laughs> <laughs> all right white fashion episode six Man, fuck the streets, nigga. Them streets is, ain't shit, nigga. I've I been shot four times, nigga. Fuck the streets. What he said? He said something yeah. crazy. That just had me weak. This is the way he said it, man. I'm starting to really like uh, uh, Brian Henry. What's his name? Brian Henry Tariq? Brian Tyree Henry. Tyree Henry. Yeah. I'm, I'm starting to really like him as an actor, man. Uh, I know. like him. I just wish that Marvel didn't make him kiss a dude. So is he not gay is in he? real life? I thought he was. I have no idea. Mm. Yeah, I don't know. If he I don't really not. care. Like, yeah. I don't. Yeah, me neither. I, have, but. I don't. I don't. It's of no consequence. I just people don't be making out in Marvel movies. Like, why make the gay people make out? It was weird. Yeah, they had sex in that movie too. Well, not not yeah. gay sex. Straight people like, had sex. Straight in the people movie. had sex. Oh, okay. Yeah. Nobody has sex in a fucking Marvel movie. It was weird. Yeah, they were fucking <laughs> I was on like, like some I, rocks. <laughs> like, I, yeah, I was. Yeah. I don't know. That movie sucked. It was just oh, that that should have been called old niggas who are not as important as the Avengers. Oh, yeah. <laughs> That's what it felt like. We're gonna try really hard for diversity here. Oh, shit. Um, I, I, I was fine with him being gay. I just didn't think they needed to make out. Mm. Yeah. Anyway. So I really, I really. This is one of my favorite episodes. I really fucked with this episode. I like the whole, who was the guy's name? Uh, Khalil? The mm-hmm. one that had the nonprofit? Khalil and. Uh, who, so who, who was, was he supposed DeMarco? to be? Was he supposed to be like He's D-Ray? supposed to be D-Ray, yeah. I mean, he's like an alternate oh. version of D-Ray. Oh. And DeMarco's like an alternate version of uh, Sean King. Holy shit. <laughs> We're blowing Treasy's mind here. Yeah, I didn't even- You were asleep. That was obvious. <laughs> that, well, that's what I'm saying. Like, I'm telling you, I promise you, this is what I've learned about myself doing these podcasts, is that if I don't watch it twice, the first time is for is, is to understand the lay of the land, and the second time is to dig for the treasure, okay? That's just, that's just how it works with me. I'm going to call you Treasy two times. I'm going to go get the papers. Go get the papers. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> that's a fact. That is a fact. I didn't realize Holy it until shit. like I think Khalil came walked in and he looked at Demarco. He was like Demarco, and the nigga looked back at him. I was like, "Oh, they beefing." Oh, I know exactly who these two niggas is. Wow. <laughs> yeah. Whoa, that just made this episode even better for me. But yeah, yeah. man, like, like again, back with the Darius thing, like the oh yes, jaw off rights. I don't know, man. His whole everything he did just felt mad contrived to me. I'm sorry, man. It, I'm I sorry, admit, but if I'm in France dang. and there's a Nigerian restaurant where I can go fucking eat jollof rice, nigga, I'm going to eat jollof rice too. I mean, I like that. I like, jollof rice is is delicious. I like the jollof Fuck rice stuff, but um, I feel like they threw, <laughs> they kind of threw the Nigerian stuff in this season just to give him something to do. 
Whereas they never really set up in the other set it up in the other seasons. Right. No, they well, said he no, was Nigerian he, before. Oh, that's not the did? first time they mentioned. Oh, yeah, that's really? not the first time they mentioned him being Nigerian. Oh. Okay. I can't think of when it was specifically, but Darius has always been Nigerian. Oh yeah. Hmm. <clears throat> Which is kind of a scammer. Um so <laughs> <laughs> facts. See, I picked up on that. <laughs> I but sure. I see that they made him Nigerian, but he he's been Nigerian the whole time. Yeah. Um, I I like um. What do you guys think about Paper Boys? Just sort sort of like this. I mean, he doesn't give a fuck about you know. Yeah, I'll be the token. Uh, whatever, nigga, give me free clothes for four years. Like he's just very, you know, the politics and all of this shit just like above his station, or he really doesn't take a position on it. How how'd you feel about that? It's really weird what they do with Al when it comes to things that he should know better about because he, a lot of the times, like, he's not the dumb one. Mm-hmm. He's not a dumb nigga, like. Right. And, um, you know, just before that, he's pouring his soul out to cancer attack at the table and he's all, like, articulate about his artistry and he can he can talk to you about his thoughts and feelings and... Now all of a sudden he's a dumb nigga. I'm confused. Like, mm. like you see what I'm saying? Like it's very, it's very odd. Like how they like um, present him at both ends of the spectrum. There. I mean, obviously he's not the most informed one. Um, Earn is the most educated one, but like Paperboy is not. He's not dumb. Like, and and maybe like I'm just naive. I just think like the average black person would. Not engage in that way, or maybe I'm just expecting too much, and maybe I'm just completely wrong. I know y'all are over there ta- thinking of rappers right now who you're like, absolutely the fuck they would. I mean, Floyd definitely went to the Gucci store like mad quick and put it on social media. So Mayweather, yeah, yeah, yeah he did after that. Happened. Don't make me say the thing about Floyd. Don't make me say it because I respect him. What's, like, what's the thing? Now I want to know. I right, don't say the thing. <laughs> <All right>. Okay. <laughs> Paperboy can yeah. read. Yeah, oh, a lot shit. of a lot of rappers have done that though. I think I think Paperboy was like, cool, I'm gonna just do this for the clothes. And then he got in the position and realized he has some responsibility to do something. Mm. And he tried. Yeah. <clears throat> okay. I, that I was just like when they was like, Is he black? Are you black? Are you black? That was funny. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> Hilarious. I'm not convinced, but that's well, a whole other. I could I, talk you to death. I mean, that's the whole. You, you're not convinced about Sean King or about the Demarco guy or both, one and the same. Sure. Okay. Okay. All of the above. I'm not convinced. Gotcha. Gotcha. I'm not. I'm not definitively saying. I mean, they've had racial. white people say "nigga" on Atlanta before, so I, that man. doesn't bother me. It's yeah. fine. That doesn't. As long as it's not for no reason or or yeah. or done irresponsibly, like. I don't feel like that was irresponsible. I feel do like you, there was a very pointed reason for him to say that. I'm not one of those never ever under the word people. Like we have said nigga 50 times sitting here tonight. Yeah. So <laughs> um do you, Yeah, that didn't bother me. And I I've actually never heard Sean King say nigga. So like yeah, that's not even yeah. what I'm saying. I'm I'm just I'm not definitively saying he's Rachel Dolezal. I'm just saying I'm not completely convinced that he's not. Right. <laughs> so, yeah. Okay. What are you about to say? Um, do you, like, what do you feel about the ending as far as, like, Khalil's, um, Khalil's thesis on, like, how to get, how progress, basically, like, 
at some point he probably was just like paper boy like having these big dreams having these things he wanted to do and then he realized this is the only like hustle to get there my nigga he gave an extreme amount of game on that episode, I found myself like when he said like, that shit. Could, I was like, "Oh, you un- you could I understand mean, the, the, why." One of the founders yeah. of Black Lives Matter has a fucking influencer house. Like, yeah, yeah. <laughs> what <laughs> are we talking about? He gave the game. Yeah, yeah, he gave the game, and it manifested itself. You know that because you know we found out about that after the season was shot. So I mean, you know, uh, the episode manifested after the itself season was time. shot. But like, yeah. c- come on now, like, right, right, right. <clears throat> we we. Yes, I mean, like, I think niggas know that, though. Like, I I think they know how people move when they meet them and they're in the room with them and they talk to them. So, like, it's not, we're seeing one thing. Okay. I would, no, 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 I'm not saying that, like, I I, I think it's, I think you're intelligent enough to put it together, right? I don't think, I don't think that that's common knowledge is all I'm trying to say. I think, yes. No, 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 no. I'm not saying that is common knowledge. What I'm saying is not amongst us as, as. Got people it. who are not in the room. Right. What I'm saying is, I don't think that like that's conjecture. Mm-hmm. I think they interact with these people and they see their moves way before we as the public do. Mm-hmm. So for them to write about that before that even comes out in the news, like once I see it, I'm like, oh, well, you niggas knew the whole time. You just didn't tell us. Yeah. <laughs> no, that's like you know game. what I mean. That's the game, man. It's it's so crazy, not to because you saved it for your art, but like, who was that to benefit? Like, and who are you to say something at this point? Yeah, I hate it. I hate it all. I hate it all, all of it. (laughs) But (laughs) you see what I'm saying, though? Like nobody. Yeah. And 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 at the same time, like I'm not even mad. Shorty has an influencer house. Well, like some. So what did you want your money to be used for? As is a shit ton of it, and and in perpetuity, we'd have to keep raising it, right? So, like, do you want her to keep passing the collection plate to your ass, or do you want her to create like a stream of revenue that supports itself? How do we how do we do that? What do we do? Mm. Who are we? Like, I hate it all though, because there's no transparency. Because she's not coming yeah. out and saying that. We have to find out about it from some white people, right? Well, when these black people already knew and they didn't tell us either. There are no heroes here. Yeah, I was going to say, I mean, I, I don't think that that's an issue. See, it's funny to me who we pick and choose to sort of like, you know, hit peace about because I, she didn't create this blueprint. You know, this is- No! I think everybody's exactly. very new to the thing that they're doing. Like, D-Ray was a teacher. Like, a lot of these people didn't have the knowledge as far as like the finances. And they didn't know they were going to be put in this position and they're all kind of learning on the fly. On the fly. And they're going to fuck up like a lot, it's especially if they don't have like a lot of them don't go to like other older like they don't go to Panthers that much. They don't go to other. Why would people. they? Yeah. They, like, all them niggas got infiltrated and they like, yeah. why would they? <laughs> like, mm. would you like I wouldn't. And yeah. I'm not like, again, yeah. I'm not even saying it's wrong. There's just a lack of transparency. Right. We shouldn't we shouldn't we shouldn't be in a position where the white conservative media is sowing discord between us because you're not telling me what you're doing. You need to control your own narrative from the gate. You need to say you've given me this money and I have to be able to sustain this model to continue um social justice work and the way that I'm doing that is I'm investing the money here. Whatever products we're selling from Belize Black people, we can continue to spread money here, and this is how we're going to do it. She didn't do that, so then this shit sounds sneaky. Yeah, but but 
I, I feel you. And I'm not I'm so not saying me, it is or it isn't. I'm not right. her, but you, I mean you're just like saying I from can, the public's point of view, like this You could have spun that a whole nother up. fucking way, my guy. But I, but I think I think that's exactly what Martin is saying is that like, yo, there's okay. there's no you know what I'm saying? That's you don't know to get ahead of the problem until you experience the problem, you know. And, and the white man been using the same tricks though. Yeah. No, that's <laughs> like a fact. Time. No, so like you should know. That's a fact. But the, it's I, the same reason I wouldn't go ask the Panthers, like you know what I mean. But when you're in the middle of the storm, it looks really different. You know, it looks. Or really maybe different. you think you're exceptional and you can't get got. Like I don't know. Well, possibly that, but I, I I think I would lean more on like when you're in the shit, it just doesn't look the way that you've read about it. You know, like there's yeah. te- there's textbook Clearly. education and then there's on the job education and and the two sometimes they converge, sometimes they don't. You know, sometimes you know, like she her ass knows now though. You know, but and, these and, niggas and, that are writing this fucking show before the news breaks, right? They yeah. didn't warn her either. Hmm. Because it made for better television, right? Mm. I hate everybody. Mm. Wait, you, I fucking saying, hate everybody. Interesting. You're saying the people that wrote Atlanta should have told her? or They're talking about her. They're not fucking talking to her. Well, oh, I, don't, okay. I, don't, I don't think that they're talking specifically about her. Like, I think they're just talking why about not? Why not? I think they're just talking about the business model itself. I mean, I, I, I think they're talking about... That's That's fair, but like, that's... Are you talking to these people though? Or are you just talking about them? Uh, yeah, I, I don't know. You What's know? your goal? I I I, th- I think the goal is awareness. That's that's what I think. The goal is awareness. Like who's I, awareness? Um, the average the average person, I guess. I mean, I, I would say this is more charitable than like something you would see on social media or like Fox News or something like that. Because there's at least a yes. reason for the things that they're doing. Like, I think with her, she, I think she said she wanted to build it as like a safe house. And I think the dangers as far as like them being threatened, I think those are like very real things. I they do probably too. do need housing for that. Now, do they need like a mansion? Probably not. But I understand. How many why people do they have to protect? Yeah, it's like. And how do you flip that into to income to fund the movement? Right. That's all. I, that's all I hear. But we allowed somebody else to come in and control the narrative, and these people are talking about her. Yeah. I'm not. I'm not. I'm not completely disagreeing. I'm just keeping the conversation going yeah. at right. this point. No, no, but you see what I'm saying? I feel like you, you can get. You can give this critique in service of your art, but you're using your art to talk at people and not to them. And does the does the character? What was his name? Khalil. Khalil has a reprieve at the end because he puts him up on game, right? Yeah. Yeah. But like. You didn't you didn't pull that nigga to the side ahead of time and really tell him shit. You just walked up to him like, "Oh, you dumb nigga. I got this." Like, I've I have a big dick swinging in the room like. I don't yeah. I don't necessarily mm-hmm. think the way that the creators feel about D-Ray and Sean King are the way that they they're like alter egos are portrayed in the show. Like, I think if they had a conversation with them, they wouldn't think they're exactly these people. I think they would probably say these are the worst versions of what they do, basically. Oh, I agree. Yeah. yeah. It's satire. Like, yeah. it's satire. I there agree. you go. Yeah. So, th- so that's why that's, that to me is why, like, you know, that's not, it's, it's not really the job of the artist to, in my opinion, right? It's not really the job of the artist to, <laughs> Candy Man. <laughs> <laughs> it, it's, it's, it, I mean, we're not, this is not an autobiography, right? This is, yeah. Like, no. Yeah. This is satire. So it's not the job of the artist to, you know, cover the the you know the person that they may be speaking in favor of. It's just the job of them to 
to you know paint a picture of the to times. make to make money off of talking I mean, shit. I mean, I knew it was funny when possibility uh, too. <laughs> when <laughs> well, Khalil, I mean, that is, it is an is an entertainment industry. Yeah, when Khalil mm-hmm. said uh, racism be, will be over in twenty twenty four, I was like dying laughing. Like that's no, there's no way. <laughs> Sean King or D Ray would say some bullshit like that. No, 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 like, no, 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 right. not like no, not at all. But that was funny. Yeah. Sorry, y'all. I'm, a, I'm, a, my heart's beating fast. No, you're good, <laughs> man. You're I just good. think people are full of shit. All of them. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> yeah, I mean that's that in that part too. You know. And unfortunately, like I, I don't know who's right or who's wrong, and I don't have like when I say I hate everybody, that's very tongue in cheek. Like I clearly yeah. don't hate anybody, but I just everyone is trying to figure it out, like you said, Martin. Like yeah. and um. There's no there's no blueprint for this that's been successful in the past. Like black liberation has not happened. Like so um it's just I I just always, everyone's staunchly on a side yeah. of stuff that is that is like very very fuzzy. Yeah. And um yeah. We can all get got. So like just we need to we need to stop doing that. We need to stop standing firmly in our opinions when we clearly don't have all the information. I mean, to me, this show has always been like a um avatar of like black Twitter to me. Like there's so <laughs> there's so many things that are on black Twitter that end up on this show. And I think the way that these people are portrayed in this episode are especially like is the way you would see it portrayed on like Baller Alert in the comments on Shade Room or something like that. Right. When something comes out about like D Ray and finances or Sean King and like the money allocations or Black Lives Matter, like you read the comments, it's a bunch of like self hating Negroes. Like, so it's like, I mean, that's that's what this show is to mm-hmm. me. That's kind of what it's always been. Or this episode, you mean? Or uh, I mean, the whole yeah. show. I think the whole show borrows a lot from Black Twitter for sure. Okay. But, um, I I think even if you read like the um the comments like the the descriptions for the each episode uh-huh. it is basically like what Black Twitter would say about the show. Oh, got it, got it, got it, got it. Especially the last one. <laughs> yeah, yeah. All right. Well, all right. So let's let's keep it pushing. Trinity to the bone. I fucking died. Yeah. This shit was funny. Man, the Chet Hanks fucking uh, cameo. Fuck that might have been that but... might have been the best use of of a douche possible. But uh, like how 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 so Chet Chet Hanks is a very complicated figure. Mm-hmm. I like Chetta Hanks. Chetta nah. <laughs> <laughs> Go ahead, finish your story, Lizzie. I'm sorry. He's a very complicated figure, but like what does this do for him? I mean, um, I don't in think terms he... of his position in, in in pop culture, how much more power does he get that he, maybe he shouldn't have for appearing here? Can I laugh at Chet Hanks and was that funny? Like, yeah. yes, but it could have been it could have been anybody else, and I still would have laughed. Like, I mean, I, I get what specifically, you're I I think it goes back to the black Twitter part of it. Is like yeah. Chet Hanks for I don't know which year it was was like a huge part of black twitter for a few weeks where everybody was like looking at the videos and making jokes i think that's why they cast him in this right specifically yeah but i I think what lizzie is saying is like does this does this strengthen the 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 brand of chet hanks or you know are we laughing with him or at him or is he laughing all the way to the bank like i think he's definitely laughing. i'm asking the the, i'm asking the questions and like why are we Chad Hanks is not a good person. I love his father and I love his brother and I love his mother. Yeah. I do not like him, but, but like, I don't like, why are we, 
Why are we promoting a white man whose whole shtick is pretending to be black when he did not grow up around black people? So it's like, it's very performative. It's not a genuine thing. He's not, he's not my homeboy who grew up down the street from me. Like, that's not who he is. Mm -hmm. He has a black girlfriend who he has abused. Why are we giving him a platform? Why are we making him more money? It's entertainment industry, Lizzy. It's a complicated... There are other white people who can do a Trini accent. No, no, I get what you're saying, but I, I, think, <laughs> like, I think the answer... I think if you're looking for morality in the entertainment industry, you know, good luck with that. I think that's, you know, if so if that's the crusade, then I'm sorry. I don't yeah, it's like, I think if you're looking for morality on the internet, as far as like internet figures, it's, yeah. it's always going to be like a gray area. Yeah. For sure. I mean, I, I think his... I think it worked for the episode, but I I, I see what you're saying. I like fucking he shouldn't laughed, have the... but I have questions. Yeah, right. <laughs> like in terms of in terms of like an artistic move, like it makes all the sense in the world. But I just think it was irresponsible. Oh, for sure. Mm-hmm. For, I could well I I say for sure. Like I felt that way. I didn't feel that way until I heard you say what you said. Um, because you're absolutely right. You know, for me, I didn't think past the laugh of it. You know, um. You know, maybe that's a representation of who's in the writer's room or who's not in the writer's room, you know. They don't, they don't give a fuck. They didn't they don't give a fuck. Yeah. Like, so someone someone yeah. may have just been like, haha, this will be funny. And maybe they didn't know. Maybe I'm giving them too much credit for being informed. But like I mean I just don't I just don't like he he does like a vocal blackface thing. It's weird. Yeah. The entirety yeah. of what I knew about Chet Hanks is like when he was younger, he used to like defend him saying the N-word. Yes, and then that later too. On, That's that was my first introduction I, to him. I didn't hear anything else about him until he did like the Jamaican accent. That that was it. He had a funny role in Curb Your Enthusiasm that was pretty hilarious, but that was yeah. That's brother's a better actor. Oh, wet, far <laughs> yeah, better. He's on the <laughs> offer and he's killing it. He's killing it playing Barry Lapidus. Um, yeah, I, yeah, I get it. I it must it. be hard to be him in a family full of people who are way more talented. I, I was going to say, man, I wonder how it's like a thing, the Thanksgiving dinner table or the Christmas dinner table, you know, being him. Like, he's just obviously a sore thumb in the Hanks legacy. Because um, so, his father is beloved. We love him. Yeah. So do you feel like it should have been more like, I guess, Z-Way had him on her show, basically. But she's, like, actually interrogating him as far as, like, his his appropriation of black culture mm-hmm. i saw a clip of that and i thought that was incredibly irresponsible of her too oh yeah well you know because what the fuck does she expect him to do yeah. like she's us- she's using him to expand her platform yeah I mean, because it's salacious to have the fucking conversation well yeah well, but like that he's not gonna own any fucking responsibility because he's already defended his bullshit before so like what you're you are now expanding your platform by expanding his it's like this weird symbiotic irresponsible clusterfuck yeah well the the well first first off the z-way interviews are not supposed to be taken seriously right like i know yeah so so again we're just back everybody's irresponsible yeah it's the entertainment industry (laughs) like these motherfuckers you know like these i don't know how you know what these suits say I need a return on my investment. That's that's all anybody's concerned about. I need a return on my investment. And, you know, whatever that looks like, may the path be paved for it because that's what I expect out of this deal. Um, so I, you know, I think I think we're just living in a world of clout chasers, man. You know, and clearly. And and but that's what makes when people do it for 
and have the integrity, that's what makes them stand out. You know, that's what I lean on now. It's like, it's kind of hard. To, it's kind of easy to tell the bad actors now, you know. I um, most enjoyed that little white boy while they were praying. Yeah. I enjoyed him at the beginning of the episode when they asked him about, what did he have, like an ex Benedict or something? And he was like, I don't want that. It's bland. Yeah, yeah <laughs> he wanted the curry, the curry junk. His spicy curry mango. Yeah. And then then <laughs> when they were praying, he was like, yes, God. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Yes. That, that was a, you I know, weak. I was trying to like sort of discern the message there, you know, um, these people you know. have children and we're raising them and effectively she's like a modern day mammy and there's so much that they don't even understand about their own child right because he's a fucking accessory yeah he's another yeah. thing that they have like mm. and he's being raised by this woman who they know nothing about mm. and they essentially they don't even know their son mm. they're so disconnected from him and i guess part of like wanting like a Chinese maid so he can learn Mandarin. Like they, they still would not care anything about this woman or even know what she was imparting on their son. Mm. Mm. I like that yeah. the dad didn't want to shield him from death. Cause like, I'm a big proponent of that. I think you should expose children to death and grieving as much as you can mm. so that they're, they know what it looks like and they're more prepared to handle loss over, over a lifetime. But, right. um, and that's something that I thank my mother for. Um, I just, I don't know. I just, I just love how New York it was, especially like, like the funeral <laughs> parts. It kind of reminded me of my grandma's funeral. Mm. Um, my best friend growing up um, was Jamaican. We're still friends, but was Jamaican? Is Jamaican? Um, <laughs> yes, thank you. She's not. <laughs> um, her grandma was my grandma, and you know, I I collect grandmas. And um, when her grandma passed away, like I'm at her funeral, and it was not. Unlike what we saw. Okay. Um, yeah, so. It. Yeah. Good representation. It felt very real. Yeah. <laughs> um, okay. It was cool. Good, good. Okay. Yeah. I thought it was a pretty cool episode. There was dancing at the funeral. Nice. And I was mm. like, this is different. Nice. Jamaicans are not like African-Americans at all. At all. <laughs> like, nice. It was kind of cool to have a peek behind the curtain. But then when I watched this, it definitely, I mean. They're not trendy, so it's different, but it 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 didn't feel they did their research. Right. Yeah. Right. I mean, I feel like whoever wrote it was definitely from New York. Mm. And I like I like that like the uncle was just like, This how we said. Like Yeah. Our grief looks different from yours, but it's not wrong. It it's wrong? just yeah. this is what it is. Yeah. Yeah, I appreciated that episode. Um, all right, episode eight, New Jazz. Where Ern and uh, Darius get high on whatever Smoke. it was. They space get. cake? Yeah, space <laughs> cake. That shit was wild. Um, That's the fucking worst. You ever take an edible and just don't think it's doing nothing and then you just be stuck? Yeah. That's how I felt for him. Oh, oh God. But that, Same. That felt, that felt beyond edible. That felt like hallucinogen. That was a different Oh, he kind definitely of trip. was like, yeah. Yeah. I never hallucinated from the weed, but yeah, that was on some different shit. <laughs> Not saying I never hallucinated; I just never hallucinated from the weed. I, I'll tell you, I have. So, have either y'all ever been to Amsterdam by any chance? Nah. Uh-uh. So I don't flex, but I, go ahead. I'm no, just, I'm just playing. No, 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 I'm, I'm, I'm going to tell you that is, I'll, I'll probably never ever smoke again in Amsterdam because being, being American. So, 
when I was there, I, I was there on, on the capacity of doing some filming. So I'm walking around with a camera. I got high and I ended up in the red light district. And the entire time, I felt like I was being watched by somebody's mafia, bro. Like, I, I felt like I was a target. I felt like, oh, I'm this black American high dude in the fucking middle of the red light district. I, my night ended very early because I, I, like, my brain just, it was overload. Like, everybody to me looked like somebody who was trying to do something. They looked like the me. ops. <laughs> everybody, even the girls in the fucking window. I was just like, yo, this. I, get me, so, get me to the hotel. So that paper boy Untrustworthy scene horse. brought up some memories. Yo, it, yeah, it was. It was it, I, no, I wouldn't like, say triggering, but it, yeah, for pause, sure, it was. Pause, like, pause, 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 pause. When you said that you felt like everybody was after you, you didn't see the level of concern on Martin's face. Like they did something to you, friend. Like you didn't see <laughs> <laughs> Martin's face was like, oh uh, shit! Like what did you do? It's just a different. It, you know, it it sets in that like I'm not just like. I'm already not like a, let me get, you know, I'm, I'm very concerned when I get high. I'm a very, like, think the conditions have to be right for me to be high already, right? Okay. And then just take that to the next level, which is like, it's not like I'm at my homeboy's house. I'm in another country where, like, the, the dependency on me to get home relies on a passport, right? Like, there's just so many conditions that are like, this ain't the right condition to be, this ain't the right place to be high in, man, on that level. It just all sets in at one time, which is the wrong time, which is after you got high. <laughs> and, and, then, and then you just start realizing that there's so many barriers. Just to get back to your hotel room, there's just a lot of barriers. You know, there's, you just don't have an understanding of where you're at. If you're going to do it, you got to be around people that you can trust and, and probably people that know the lay of the land would be. So, so at what point in this episode do you think that he is just tripping? Like, how much of it do you think is real? Oh, like, at what point do you think it switches from, like... I feel like as soon as the girl shows up, uh, what, what was her name? Lorraine. Lorraine. Yeah, I feel like... So do you think, like, he actually... When Darius was like, don't be like that guy, and then he ran from those kids, do you think, like, at that point he passed out? No, because I don't... He wasn't high at that point. They were on their way to the thing, weren't they? He didn't think he was high. Oh, that's a good question. That's a good question. I didn't, I, never, I didn't think about that. I didn't think about that. Oh, that's a good question. You have any thoughts on that, Martin? Um, it's weird because it, this isn't. This is always like a, a very like it, it's like Twin Peaks where it's like it's a weird show where it, it could it could be happening and it could also like not be happening at the same time. I choose to think that it actually happened just because of how weird this show is. Mm-hmm. And I would just, I just love it if like, um, if the dude from Taken like really said that shit in real life. I thought, I thought that was pretty great. Yeah, that was pretty. What did you think about that cameo, Lizzie? I do not know why he felt safe enough to do that, and he shouldn't have. I think a white, a lot of white people feel that way that have been canceled though. I mean, why did he, he feel safe enough to oh, participate in this? Because the... they're not laughing with him, like so. Uh, how does he not know that? Is he getting his shit off or is he like, well, these black people wrote this thing for me, so it must be okay for black 
with black people if I say these things and these black people will laugh with me. Yeah, but like I, really they're watching he doesn't understand that we're watching this and judging him as a real person because he felt comfortable enough to fucking say this. Like that's a weird I see the This thing is why is, I was just cool because I was like, what's happening here? Yeah, I don't think that the see, I, I don't look at that scene and put the onus on Liam Neeson. To me that is who wrote this, right? Like I don't have a problem with what the character of Liam Neeson in the series is saying. Right. I have questions about why Liam Neeson, the real person, mm -hmm. felt safe enough to step into this role because he shouldn't have. Because we understand that we're watching that and like he's saying all this shit and it's, it's meant to be tongue in cheek, but it's also true. So while he's saying it, I'm also judging him for it. And like, who made him feel safe enough to be there? How that's, does it happen? That's kind of what I'm saying is that like, you know, I think there's a, there's a level of, there's a level of disconnection for, I can see him rationalizing this by saying, listen, I didn't write this. I, yes, I know this is me. This is supposed to be me, but I'm also an actor. And I was asked to act as me in this particular thing that I didn't write. So that's... Let me let, let's back up. Okay. I don't have fake Liam Neeson. Right. I don't have a problem with fake Liam Neeson in the cancel club saying these things. Yeah. Real Liam Neeson. Yeah. I want to know his thought process in accepting the role. No, I'm, I just I well, I just gave you the uh, the 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 possible line of logic. But let's, let me. You ask can't you answer a, that. He got to answer it. Of but course, like, of I'm, course. But let me ask you this: <laughs> What do you lose by doing it? What does he lose by doing it? I mean, isn't isn't at the end of the season, Paperboy is like, I still, black people still fuck with you anyway? He does. I don't. Like. Yeah, I mean. I mean, you can't, you can't tell me that you essentially was looking for a nigga to kill and then be like, I ain't mean it like that. Yeah. Like I'm, I'm not transposable. Like black people are not transposable. Like you can't, you can't say I was gonna take an innocent life because of something one person did to my friend, and I, then, like I, that's not. I think, I think, by him doing this, the people that, the people that are, the people that whose minds are set, you're not gonna win them anyway. The people that are teetering, you know, maybe they have their explanation, and the people who didn't care, they're not affected by it. So I think you gain more than you lose. I think it's just simple mathematics. I gain more than I lose in this particular case. I'm not going to convert anybody who doesn't want to be converted, but I was given the space to say this and I didn't write it, so I'm going to say it. And I have nothing to lose by doing it. I only have something I don't to think he actually feels that way. I don't think he feels the things that he said. I think he felt safe enough to save them through this character that's, you know, I mean, him in this universe. Yeah. The alternative is that he apologizes and says he he now knows what he said was wrong, but that wouldn't have been real. That wouldn't have been true. I mean, I prefer it. I, I think I think yeah. that is true. I think he probably is just like, oh fuck, I shouldn't have said that out loud, and I learned something, right? I think he did learn something. He probably yeah. did. Mm -hmm. That didn't make that make what he did okay, and like he, you know what? Let me back up. I don't know why I'm trying to make sense of his fucking thought process because clearly this nigga gets comfortable easy because he said the shit he said publicly in the fucking first place. So I'm just gonna sit the fuck down and be uh, the fuck. Yeah, that, that's kind of what I'm saying. It's like it's. And ain't nobody write yeah. that shit for him. Like he clearly he's he he trusts wait he gets comfortable. 
he, comfortable. Yeah, he's he a comfortable ass man. Has a movie out like right now. Like he didn't get canceled. <laughs> he's yeah, perfectly fine. Nothing. St- I mean, what? nobody's ever been canceled except for Will Smith. Like and Michael Richards. Who's Michael Richards? Kramer. Oh, Kramer. Kramer. <laughs> Got it. Um. All right. That's true. <laughs> um. All right. Rich wigger, poor wigger. First and foremost, R.I.P. Kevin Samuel. Um, it was, I, I tell you, it was really cool seeing him. Don't laugh at me, Martin. <laughs> <laughs> well, you do, you he don't... looked at me and then looked at the fucking floor. Like, don't laugh at me. You, I didn't say anything. You don't, you don't, you don't, you don't think Kevin yeah. Samuels deserves it? It was nice that you gave him a I moment I didn't say of anything. <laughs> yeah. I didn't say, shut up. I didn't say anything. I didn't say anything that don't, yeah. other than don't laugh. Like Martin is on one tonight. I'm here for it though. Did you did you appreciate him in this episode? Did you like the use of Kevin Samuels in this episode? I was indifferent. It, I mean, like he had a job to do. I don't. He wasn't Kevin Samuels in this episode. No. He wasn't himself. Right. He was playing a character. So like him next to Jay Anthony Brown was fucking funny. Yeah. Dude, like so. Did I, I appreciate him in the episode? Like he checked the box of like he showed up and did his work. I but I much rather would have been itch, rather have like met him as an actor than how I actually met him. Right. So, I mean, I well, you know what? I still met him as a fucking actor. So I was gonna say, yeah, but, <laughs> but um, I just wish I would have known that like that was the goal. Like, if this is satire, and later you can be like, psych, <laughs> right. like it's fine. Well, but, but what's the significance of casting Kevin Samuels in this role? He's Atlanta. He's yeah, like, he's, I he's think from Atlanta. He lives the show well, the show is Atlanta. like unapologetically black and it's unapologetically Atlanta. Like, there's a lot of Atlanta references that if you're not from there, you might not understand. Like, most people didn't know what J.R. Crickets was, right? But also um, that white yeah. Grady shit was funny. Yeah, <laughs> like, you said the white Grady shit. Yeah, white white Grady or gravy? Grady. Do you know what Grady is? Uh-uh. What? Well, no. Grady's the fucking black hospital yeah. in Atlanta. That's why he was like, send him to white Grady. He was like, Emory? He was like, white Grady. Oh, shit. Okay, <laughs> that was over my head. See? Yeah. That's funny. Um, This actor who played this just visually made me uncomfortable. Like Because uh, they had that wig on him? Is that what it was? He just has or like they a- Or they blew his hair out. I mean, as soon as I saw him, I was like, oh, he black. Like, yeah. And I think he's a little browner than he reads. Yeah, I thought it was like uh, in color, like like. Well, he reads a little browner in color than he probably did. Right? Did you did you watch? I mean, I know I do. When it came out, like as soon as it came out, um, no, uh, no, I watched it maybe like a week later because it was it was extremely surreal because he had like literally just died. Yeah, I was. And then like, I watched the episode like he he died the the night that the new jazz episode came out and the morning. That, that 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 episode came out and then I seen him in the fucking yeah, I yeah, saw the like, thumbnail. I was teaser like, and I was like now I saw the teaser that night and I was like oh shit he's on Atlanta next week right. yeah, I didn't, I didn't he see didn't anything. get to see it I did I just like yeah that's that's one thing about this season is like I watched um Doctor Strange right and there's a couple cameos in there mm-hmm. that I'm like oh this is cool that's interesting that they do this but then watching Atlanta this season like when Chet Hanks showed up I was like oh shit when Kevin Sanders was like, I was like, yo, this nigga's dead. Like, what, what is, like, what's going on? And like, yeah, with Liam alone. Neeson, it's like, it's in the, the cameos this season are insane. Like, Alexander Skarsgård, we'll see in a later episode. Right. Like, it's wild, the stuff that they got to do this season. And I really appreciate it. Yeah. 
Yeah, me too, man. I mean, it just shows you kind of like the the you know the stride that Atlanta's hitting. You know, where you know it can sort of reach across these boundaries and and get these figures, these fucking polarizing figures, and bring them. You know, give them somewhat of a voice. Yeah, before this season, it was like Cat Williams was like the only one I could think of. Yeah, for real, for real, for real. Um, this yeah, this this rich wigger, poor wigger. This shit was. This is interesting. You know, I mean, you know, the, the episode was entertaining. I mean, I immediately got the visual language with it being black and white. Um, it, it's just fucking interesting that just conceptually, like, I don't even know how you arrive here, right? Like, how do you even construct this storyline? I don't, I don't know. I'm just, I'm, I'm, a, I'm amazed by the writing process and like the things they come up with. What do you mean? How do you construct the storyline? Like he's, this is him. This is You're who? saying this is Donald Glover? This is Donald Glover? Oh. He's biracial? No, but people are always like questioning his blackness. Right. Oh, okay. Good point. Good point. Good point. I, I didn't think it was that fucking deep. Like people he he has some shit on his chest and like maybe he feels like that kid and weird shit he said about white women and black women and now like people have questions and he did that interview where he interviewed his fucking self and asked himself questions and then refused to answer the questions he asked himself (laughs) (laughs) that's some gangster shit right there like i got it like i laughed but like basically he's like i don't gotta tell you niggas nothing and then he does this and i'm like it's fucking weird I'm not questioning your blackness. I just I question the weird shit you say. You think doesn't make doesn't make you less black. Do you right. think he weaponizes like Donald Glover weaponizes his whiteness against like black people? Cause I feel like that's what this kid, especially was doing from the first scene. Hmm. Black people or black women? Hmm. I mean, I guess you could. We know what he said. What did he yeah. say? Maybe I missed what he said. No, nah, I'm not repeating. But <laughs> I mean, well, yeah, the most recent one, he was like, um, he asked himself something about black women. He was like, "Are you using black women to question my blackness or something like that?" Oh, that was he refused to answer the question that uh-huh. he asked himself in the yeah. interview where he interviews himself about black women. And just he, he interviewed a question about, about a bunch of stuff. Yeah, but mm-hmm. yeah. Oh, interesting. I guess I need to go back and read this to really understand what what you're, what you're saying, your question personally. Um, yeah, I mean, outside of the art, I don't really pay. He too doesn't. Much he doesn't appreciate people holding his feet to the fire for things he's fucking said in the past that were hurtful to black women. So, and and there are there is a cohort of black men who feel exactly how he feels. And what's interesting about him having Kevin Samuels in this episode. Is that this whole, like, I'm a nerd and I can't get the black girl I want, and so I'm going to go get me a white girl, is, like, your social capital determines, like, your access to the opposite sex, right? Or, mm-hmm. like, there's a, there's a marketplace where you have a valuation. What does that say about what your value was in the marketplace at that time? So, like, it's a weird, convoluted way for him to bring him in, but you're not even thinking about that, Right. Yeah, no, you just you, you, you can't get what that. you want. So you talk about like how like 
<laughs> we were shitting on you. <laughs> Maybe it wasn't that. Like, there are black girls who fucking like anime, my nigga. You just felt like you were too good for them. Interesting. I I get it now. I think he and you was you a funny built nigga like, <laughs> like you a short funny built nigga like you don't got a bad face but you funny built like let's let's be clear here. Yo. But like you know you want the fucking head cheerleader and she doesn't want to fuck you because you're weird. <laughs> so wow. And then you put Kevin Samuels in your episode to 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 validate that or to rub it in your face I don't face fucking to, know. I don't yeah. know. I just think it was like I think I just it just dawned <laughs> on me. It's a fire walking away. Yeah. <laughs> it just dawned on me, Martin. They like Donald Glover does Atlanta to trigger people like Lizzy. That's <laughs> oh, yeah. literally I'm not what, triggered. Or, or maybe not triggered, but to like to like push buttons. That's literally I'm not mad at this nigga. Yeah. I mean, this season But I see what the buttons, fuck you're yeah. doing. You're right. I'm not mad. Not bad. I said it was cool. I didn't say Man. I hated it. I just he's he's troll he's trolling with a, a multi million dollar budget, and this is crazy. This is I, never, I don't know I that he's fucking that. trolling. He has some shit on his chest, and like he's not. He has some shit on his chest. He has some things he wanted to get off of his fucking chest. He uses this show to do it, which is uh, like, yeah, I. Fucking great. This you is can inception. white people to pay you to fucking say shit. Yeah, I love it. I'm here for all of it. And 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 he he's talking about the shit he wants to talk about. People are mad because it's not funny. Like sometimes it, black shit ain't funny. Like being black ain't funny all the time. Not fucking fun all the time. Sometimes you have to do some uncomfortable shit and, and experience some uncomfortable shit. But like, I'm not mad, but I see you. Right. And I'm not letting this shit slide. That's all. Wow. <laughs> like, Mm-hmm. I didn't. I didn't fucking let Sam Levinson slide. Why the fuck should I let Donald Glover slide? Mm, that's a good point. Goddamn, Lizzie Cocker now this motherfucker. Now what'd you and think I, of that? And I'm not mad at either one of them niggas. I still watch Euphoria. Like what? Right. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> what'd you think of the ending? That was funny. Yeah, yeah it, it was, was funny, funny to me. Yeah, it was funny. He just finally accepted that he was a nigga. Like what? Yeah. What? What? What do you mean? Yeah. I. What? Who did I just say that he was? What you mean? What I think about it? Yeah, that's true. I mean, isn't that what happened? Mm-hmm. I guess when you did, Donald Glover accept that he was a nigga eventually. <laughs> like, what are we talking about? I mean, well, yeah. I, y- y'all know more about him on a personal level than me. I, I thought that's, I don't I will, know that. I will nigga. say that. I, like, I, won't, I won't say that I know him on a personal level. I mean, but that's you know, you, have, you know all but these my observation. About no, him. but my observation is that like eventually he he came back around to making content for black people. So like. He picked a side. I, I will say, even his early stuff, like his sketch comedy stuff, the the fact that he was black really didn't have anything to do with the sketch. Really, it, I mean, he was just playing a character most of the time. Like the sketches weren't black sketches; they were just like NYU, like a bunch of comedians doing sketches, right, about random stuff. Maybe he had some like viral, pretty viral stuff back yeah, then too. I kind of remember some of that stuff. Um, yeah, no, interesting. I, I, I'm telling you, man. You you're making you're making some you're connecting some dots I absolutely didn't connect. And he still got a white woman. He's putting it in our face, man. This yeah. guy, this guy, like you said, man. I got let me follow suit with that. I'm not mad. I never said I was mad. Yeah. I'm not mad. I just no, fucking that's, that's see what you're doing, that's, oh, and that's, that's like that was my same. But that was my same point a minute ago when we were talking about activism. I just see what the fuck you're doing. Yeah. That's all. 
That don't mean I can't get got. No. I'm still a person. But like, I see you. It's fine. Nice. You you be firing on all cylinders, man. I ain't gonna hold you. No, I don't. It's literally just when I sit here. I be talking about housewives when I get off this shit. Uh, 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 uh. <laughs> all right. So, let's... so do you feel like? Because I think he's about to do a show like about black women, specifically about like being a black pop star or whatever. Are you at all? Him. You don't want it from him, even though Go like ahead, I think though. one of the Obamas is like writing on it or something like that. Mm. But like. You don't think that could potentially, I don't know, um, redeem him in the eyes of black women at all? See, I didn't know. I would, mu- I would much rather him fucking not be involved other than like executive produce the show right. and let, uh, let black women have it. See, that's crazy. I'm not going to, didn't, I didn't know it was like Donald Glover versus black women until like literally about 30 minutes ago. I, I don't feel that way, but that is a thing. Yeah, it's a thing. Yeah, I think yeah, ever yeah. since his, especially ever since his partner was revealed, I think that it's been like a huge. Who thing. did? Whoa, 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 whoa! See, to me, that's disingenuous on the on the part of black women to sit here and act like you a bad bitch and you would have fucked this nigga in high school. No, you wouldn't have. It's no. fucking disingenuous. He had bad bitches in his videos, though. His rap videos, his early ones. I no. Listen to what I'm saying. Black women on Twitter that are coming at his neck like they would have fucked him in high school are being disingenuous. No, they wouldn't have. There was nothing about the first time I saw Donald Glover where I was like, I bet he got him a chocolate queen at home. Like, (laughs) there was nothing about him that made me think that he had a black woman. So it wasn't a fucking surprise that he didn't. Oh, shit. I was more surprised by Lakeith's woman. I was like, yes, Lakeith. Cause I expect you to have a whole weird bitch. Go for it. But like, right. wow. But like, no, like there's people are like I, whatever. I'm probably saying too much, and y'all are gonna be at me again. But like, there was no, there was nothing, and I'm not mad at him. Like that's his experience. But like, don't put that on all of us because you you were shooting for some shit you couldn't get. Like, do, do you plenty like- of bitches that want NBA players? They can't fucking get them. Like, <laughs> it's what it is. Do you, do you also feel like the portrayal of black women throughout Atlanta has kind of been unfair throughout the seasons? Because like there's like the one chick who's like a scammer. There's another chick who um well yeah, there's like two there's the one who's like trying to make, set up a fake relationship with Paperboy. There's another one who is like trying to trick on people. Well not trick, she's trying to get tricked on with uh in one of Van's episodes like You talking about Candace? Yeah, I think so. Is that is that Candace? Which is that her? That was her in that episode. She was in the Champagne Poppy episode. Oh yeah, yeah. What was that? The one where she she Goes was, they were Drake's eating house. dinner. Yeah, they were no, they were eating dinner, and then like two dudes came over. I think they were like, oh, I for I don't know. I've been in Atlanta. That shit happens. Yeah, <laughs> so. yeah, yeah. Thank but you. like, as far as <laughs> so. do you feel like the portrayal of black women has been like unfair throughout the seasons? That's crazy. I don't I wouldn't say unfair, I'd say uneven. I don't think that there's a fully fleshed out black woman on this show. Including Van? Yes. <laughs> like this 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 last episode felt like an afterthought of like squeezing some shit in. I don't even we were not seeing Van as a whole person. We just knew something was up with her. But, like, we weren't seeing her as a whole person throughout the whole series. Like, I mean, this this whole season. 
Um, I don't necessarily think he has the responsibility to. There are plenty of black men that he shows in this show, and 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 white men and white women and people doing fuck shit. I don't think that he has a responsibility to. Um, give some reprieve to black women specifically when he's not really giving it to anyone else. I do, I would have appreciated Van being more fleshed out than she is, but Van is not like a, she's still a very likable character and we care about her, but we just don't know her very well. Mm-hmm. Yeah, she's not in I that, would like to know her more. She's not like, in that many episodes, really. She's not, and like, are we moving on to her yeah. episode now? Yeah, we can transition. I'm missing into my fucking fi- show right finale. now. God bless y'all. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> I'm, I've got to. I don't. I gotta stay on social media the rest of the goddamn night. Fucking with y'all, but um, I just don't. I mean, like, I think he's commenting on that at the end. It's like, what's up with Van? So like, we are finding out like what's going on with her, but she still doesn't feel like a whole person. Mm. I still don't feel like. I don't feel like her telling a story about her doing something reckless that. A lot of us, if we we're telling the truth, have probably done um, or thought about at the very least. Um, really tells me who she is and what motivates her up to this point. It's him. She's not fully fleshed out. And I want to know Van more, but I think he's commenting on that. She's saying, we know who Ern is. We know who all these other people are, but who am I? So the character is like asking that in a broader sense. Mm. maybe we'll get that maybe we won't but i just don't i don't think he's been unfair to black women in their portrayal on this show because there's no pointed negativity from my perspective plenty of people might disagree with me but i just don't think so i don't think that he like makes black women look bad not any worse than he makes anyone I mean, else look like. The only the only part I would say most I, the one that usually comes up in a lot of discussions is like the champagne poppy episode. Not to go back because of course we're discussing the season finale. It's related, where, yeah, yeah. Yeah, it's like where the um where Van's friend um she uh goes at the uh, white wife of um like I guess an entertainer or something like that. That was some of the funniest shit. Yeah. She said, "Bitch, I love him too." <laughs> Man, um, that is the chick from The Harder They Fall. Yeah, um, it is. But which is which is funny. When I went back, I was like, "Oh, that's you." Um, I don't think she said anything that I haven't thought. Right. And I know that I'm not alone. Mm. Do we want that to be portrayed out there? I don't know that it's a problem for it to be portrayed, but I think it's different coming from Issa Rae than it's than it than it is coming from Donald Glover. Mm. Very true. And based on the things that he said, a little fucking weird. Well, in all fairness, there's two people credited for writing this episode. One a, a woman named Stephanie Robinson, black woman, and Donald Glover. So maybe this is more her voice than his voice. I would assume. I don't this is, fucking know yeah. and I don't fucking care. I'm just saying, I'm not, I'm not speaking for me. It didn't bother me. Like mm. I'd be thinking that, like, okay. But <laughs> Yeah, I mean, it's it's you guys are bringing things to the surface that I just never really considered. Like, 
And it makes it's, just, it's making me feel a little a little a little slow. I'm not gonna hold you. It's making me feel a little slow. Um, me and Martin be talking on the side. Yeah, yeah <laughs> apparently. You know, but that's good though. I like it. Yeah, y'all yeah. don't watch it in real time. So. Yeah, 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 I'm sorry. He's like, are you watching this? <laughs> yeah, yeah. Um, no, shout I, out to Corey. Hit me up like eight months. Corey later. does that to me too. Yeah. Corey does that to me too. He's like, did you see such and such? Um. <laughs> He always texts me. He never, it's weird. But anyway, so um, I just think that you can have the same message, but it's a lot harder to receive coming from one person. Like I just said, like, I think Issa Rae can write a character saying this, these things and we laugh at it, but, and, and I don't know this black woman, right? And she's not the face of Atlanta. So like right. anything that happens on Atlanta, it comes from Donald Glover from like the perspective of the public. So, um, it's different coming from him based on things that he has said. But mm. I laughed at the shit. It was funny. Yeah. I mean, to me too. I had a question about the timeline. So did this incident happen before she met with Ern? You remember after he sent her a bunch of those text messages and he met with her at the uh, at the hotel? No, this is like after. Like she had stayed in Europe after, I guess, their European tour is done and they went home. So this She's is like there. after. She's still there. Okay, so I thought they were like they were, but they fucking. I mean, he's texting her and she's not responding, but they fucking left her. And I remember they left her at Fernando's house, right? And I distinctly, when they got in the fucking van, I was like, "Yeah, so none of these niggas are gonna check on van, like not in the van." Yeah, but uh, yeah, but that's what. Yeah, I don't know. I I found myself saying because there was a part in that in the final episode where she had got mad text messages that went unanswered, and I was like, "Oh, is this supposed to be?" No, because I think the shit just spiraled out of control. Like, her parents are looking for her. Like, her daughter's with her parents. Like, where Uh, the fuck are you? Are you okay? okay. I think they care about her. But at the same time, like, leaving her and not making sure Van was okay was, like, a purposeful thing. Like, Right. So, y'all are absolutely sure this was after? Yeah. Yeah. This is way after. Just making sure. I just didn't, like, was there something She said it had been a few weeks. She said it had been a few weeks. Okay, 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 okay. All right. Sorry. Just thought I'd throw it out there. Um, I mean, if we're if we're taking this the span of the show literally, then it's what nine weeks, eight weeks, no, ten weeks. It's ten weeks. Oh, you're saying like chronologically how the show was released? If we yeah, if we take each week as a week in real time because they're traveling between cities, right? Right. Is that what then, we're supposed to be doing? Taking it I like don't know. I'm just saying. All right. It's possible. <laughs> did you I, I don't Did you know. appreciate like the gangster stuff this episode, Treasy? It was cool. Yeah. It, it was, was like some like European yeah, like some top uh, boy shit. Yeah. Yeah. It, yeah, it was it was cool, man. I, I enjoyed this episode. She was, was way harder than any of them top boy niggas. Like, yeah, for sure. <laughs> to beat a nigga with a baguette, yeah. boy. I was like, what? was that 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 wasn't the Louvre, was it? It didn't look like the Louvre, but she beat a nigga with a with a hard ass baguette. But I was like, this is some gangster shit. Yeah. Um, yeah, no, I thought the episode was cool. It was a fun ride. The uh, you know, obviously the Stellan Scars, not Stellan Skarsgård, but Alexander Skarsgård. I think that was actually supposed to be Ryan Reynolds. Yeah, I feel like mm-hmm. that too. Mm-hmm. Not, not who we's not. But Ryan Gosling. Ryan Gosling. Yeah. Ryan Gosling, not yeah. Ryan Reynolds. Not the guy in the uh, in the payback episode. Mm-hmm. Um, but yeah, no, I thought it was cool, man. You know, I spent the, the the majority of the time like, yo, is this is this van or is this supposed to be like a? Oh, does Van have like a twin sister or is this like, you know, how they say that there's somebody on the other side of the country that looks like or other side of the world that looks like you? 
mm-hmm. you know, and I just thought it might have all been coincidental, but I'm glad that that fourth wall finally came down and she, you know, she sort of like, you know, displayed her position, which at first I was thinking she was like talking about postpartum, but then I was like, oh, it's just depression in general. But um, yeah, man, I thought it was cool. I thought it was a cool little episode. Um, I don't know if everybody, I think everybody here saw the the post credit scene mm-hmm. of the episode. Yeah. All right. So was the guy in that picture the guy from the boat in episode one? Yeah. Yeah. Is the guy it's the, he's same the guy, guy from the boat from and he's still reparation, the big yeah, payback too. Right. So so that's the portion. So with that happening, that's what makes me say, okay, maybe this wasn't a dream from Ern. He was definitely dreaming. He was still dreaming? So two things. Okay. He doesn't recognize him in the picture because you don't remember people's faces in your dream. Mm. You know what I'm saying? Like, okay. I can remember that I dreamed about you, Treasy, and I know what your face looks like, but like, random white man in my dream. Right. I don't fucking... Okay. <laughs> like, okay. I don't... I'm not going to necessarily remember his face when I wake up. Mm-hmm. Um, and then Sylvia sending her picture back in the Trinity to the Bone episode. Mm-hmm. I um, would indicate to me that this man is a ghost. Mm. And he's dreaming about him. So he's he he may have been like a person that Ern like passed on the street in Atlanta one time. Like, you know what I mean? Mm-hmm. <laughs> But I think he is dreaming about him. Oh, no, no, no. Now I get it. Now I get it. He's dreaming about this guy because of the picture that he got. So this this post credit scene probably happened before the season. He's back in Atlanta. Right. So his that's what I'm saying. But like his dream, his dream sequences could be from like everything that's happening could be post that. You understand what I'm saying? Like, well, the, like the isolated episode. He wakes up episode. in bed with he, like he, a right. European chick who can't. And the can't first speak episode. English. Fuck. So no. All right. But he's back in Atlanta because the guy that brings him his bag is American. Yeah, is American, right? Yeah. Fuck. Yeah, that was on some shining shit. It felt like you know. But like, he doesn't recognize him in the picture, like. Right, 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 right. I just felt like, like the way they presented it, felt like it, like it was at the end of The Shining. That's that's more so what I mean. Like, anyway, I'm, I just thought it was a white version to earn. Like, similar, that's what I that's what I've heard people similar say. Similar age, similar hairline, like hmm. the spatial structure. Hmm. I've heard people say well, that, but like, well, oh, then maybe, maybe. So was his name Ernest? I was about yeah, to say maybe the guy's Ernest name Mark. is Ernest, his right? His name is Ernest Marks, yeah. Yeah. So uh, it's the same. It's a it's a it's a white guy named Ernest Marks. Ah, and he ended up getting the Ernest Marks bag. Interesting. Hmm. Yeah, I don't I don't know what it's trying to say there, but um, maybe maybe you guys from the Mystery Machine have solved this. Well, that guy dies in like the reparations episode, right? Um. So I I guess it's like uh, they, in the beginning of the season they're trying to say like whiteness is a curse for both white people and black people, and it's like something that binds us together. I, I think that's kind of what it represents is like this guy is dead, but 
this still remnants is he of who is he, he dead or is he is that he's like happening him. in a dream yeah i think he's like haunting him but i, I yeah. don't I, I don't i don't think it's a dream i know you think it's a dream i i think it's just like another alternate version of Ern that's white that happens to exist in this world but he killed but, himself because of reparations so did that really happen i think it really happened and i think yeah i think every i think a lot of this stuff really happened in that universe yeah because i just take it as like it's a weird like magical realism type of universe it's the shining it, bro that it could happen yeah i think i think that we don't really know and i think you could be right i think i could be right treaty is probably wrong but <laughs> <laughs> i'm done with you motherfuckers man <laughs> yeah. is your show i have over missed yet? the whole first half that's of right us. you are not allowed mission to be complete. done with me. mission complete <laughs> i shouldn't even have never i should have never told you niggas i had an out I should have been like, it's a hard out. I'm signing out. <laughs> you wanted to do every episode. I was like, it's going to take a while. Yeah, Martin, Don't do that. Martin tried to give you an out, man. <laughs> yeah. He did. He did. All right. Well, shit, is there, is there anything else to, to discuss now that, I mean, you know. Are you, are you guys looking, are you more excited or You going to make me excited? miss more of This Is Us, Martin? <laughs> yeah, are you more excited or less excited for like the next season? I'm, compared I'm to like what you experienced this I'm showing up. Yeah. I'm not I'm like, very excited. The show continues to be very smart. Like, hey man, Dicky gave us two. He got to give us two before Dicky gives us another one, man. That's that's where I'm at with it. So I don't know if I still want to watch Dicky. I'm probably going to because of you niggas. But like, Dave is a good show. Sorry, it's not a bad show. I, I like the first that, season but... more, but I still watch it. Yeah, yeah, but that's yep. That's the thing. Dave gave us two before he gave us one, so he's got to give us two before Dave gives us another one. Hey, that'll even the score. I'm, I'm, I'm more. I just wonder how much of it the main characters are going to be in season four. That's that's my only question mark. Is like how much of it are we getting the core for? That's the only question I have. We gonna see. We we definitely gonna see. All right, man. Well, shit. Good episode. I learned a lot, man. You guys are legitimately going to make me go back and watch the second season with a different lens, uh, taking in consideration the things that we saw, that we spoke about here, uh, because they all feel valid. They all feel very valid. So I appreciate y'all's insight. I'm really just, ch- just stretching this out to make sure that Leezy misses This Is Us in its entirety, because what the fuck? It doesn't matter if you jump in <laughs> halfway, right? It doesn't even matter. No, I'm going to watch the second half, because fuck y'all. <laughs> In protest, I'll just have to like figure out how to watch it on the West Coast. I might stay up and just do that. Oh, that's smart. That's smart. Oh, middle finger to the crew. <laughs> <laughs> All right, bet, man. Well, y'all know the vibes. You can catch us on uh, our Instagram and our Facebook at Kind of Movie Crit- Critics and on Twitter at Kind of Movie Crits, C R I T S. Uh, remember, we call ourselves Kind of Movie Critics because we kind of are and we're kind of not. Just a bunch of people that like to watch movies. This has been an on ear network production.